I guess we should start. There's no better way to begin than to start. Hmm. Unless you're Benjamin Button, in which case. No, no better way to begin than to end. Yes. The movie before you started. Did he just crawl into a lady at the end? Yep. Ew. Yep. Was she up for that? She was a willing participant. Ew. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> Did a guy have to have then reverse sex with her? No. What happened was he got smaller and smaller, then someone stepped on him. No. I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know either. I don't watch David Fincher movies. Okay. Except for Fight Club. Okay. The rest of them? Maybe yeah. got smaller and smaller than he fought somebody. I could list you his movies and you tell me what you think of them. Okay. Alien 3. Ooh. Panic Room. Eh. The Game. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, Zodiac. Yes. <laughs> no. like, like, here's the thing. Like, I would, I would prefer probably Panic Room more if it was a game with an alien in it. Uh, oh, the, uh, and the alien was trying to get into the Panic Room. Mm, seven. Seven I really, really didn't like. Yeah, they're all, they're not good movies. Like, yeah. I, I, I do like Fight Club. Okay. I think Fight Club is, is a really successful adaptation of a okay novel. I think it, the movie improves on it quite a bit. But yeah, his other movies, they really leave me cold. He's one of those directors, kind of like Stanley Kubrick, where they're a technician and they bring this great technical element to what they do, but their movies are kind of cold because they're more like exercises in mm-hmm. in what you know what interests them about movies, which is the technical part. Like Seven is kind of sort of that trend of movies being really overly dark by... What he did was they did something where they removed the silver from the from the film stock, and it makes the blacks blacker and gives the film oh, okay. a way. I thought more... you meant in terms of content. No, no, I'm, yeah, doesn't just uh, like I don't think he cares about that stuff so much. Okay, because that film, it, it was like a lot of gruesome, gruesome, gruesome deaths, like yeah. to the point where I was like, "What am I watching, Angel Heart again?" <laughs> it's not just the gruesome deaths; it's the movie plays on your sense of self righteousness. Mm. You know, like our puritanical natures. That, you know, oh, I would never do that. That wouldn't be me. Well, you shouldn't eat that much. Of course they should suffer for that. Like, there's there's no reason to punish a person for eating too much. Like, what kind of stupid thing is that to tell mm-hmm. people? Like, oh, it's just, it's no good. No good at all. But Fight Club. Fight Club is a good movie. Yeah. Gave a Meatloaf a pair of breasts. <laughs> yes. And we all enjoyed that, and it was all fine. Yeah, and, yeah. It, was, and it was fun. Okay. It did make me want to shop at Ikea afterwards, though. I know it was like the opposite of it, but I was mm. like, you know what? I could I could use a table. I could use a hunger dirk. Yeah. I yeah. do like the meatballs. And the meatballs are... No, nah, I never had the meatballs there. But they're, they're you've yogurt. never had the meatballs there. The yogurt's good. And their hot dogs are cheap. Okay. But you've never gone to the restaurant and had the... No, no. I've had only had the hot dog there because oh. it used to be 50 cents, which is irresistible for a sure, person sure, like me. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. It, the, it says 50 cents mustard transportation device. <laughs> That's what it says in the sign. Very good. All right, let's start the show. Hi, everyone. This is David Dedrick, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. And uh, I'm Ian, and uh, do we have time for the show after that long <laughs> intro? I'm sorry that I it's like, uh, we got into it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like going to the movies, and it's like there's been like seven <laughs> car ads. <laughs> and then I reversed the beginning of the show, so that I kind of messed you up. I'm sorry about that. Even if you wanted to buy a car, I've, always, I've said this before, I'm just like, well, you're competing against six other cars, so mm. that's that's problem one. Yeah. And two, like, are you going to remember at the end of this movie, oh, yeah, right, Ford. 
Like, yeah. are you going to remember that? You're yeah, not. Yeah. You're going to no. like watch your whole movie unless, you know, it's like you're watching Transformers and then you're going like, oh, GMC. Yeah, you've watched <laughs> now that through the whole thing and now you're thinking like, yeah, I want a yeah. car. But like, you're not going to remember that. Like, I could understand an ad for Coke and you're like, oh man, I want a Coke. Hey, you know where I can get a Coke? Yeah. Here. I'll be right back, and you go get a Coke. Yeah, and now we're now we're talking. That'll right. make sense. I'll be right back because there's six more car ads to come. Right, right. Or it's just like let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a treat. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to get. The, I should get a treat. Lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah, yeah and uh, that all makes sense. But anything else, just like in no way, shape, or form, makes sense to me. There's a local mall here called Oak Ridge Mall, and they've okay. been talking about like how they're going to renovate the mall and make it futuristic, and people are going to be talking about it for decades. And I'm like, I'm in a movie. What? What? Like, I'm going. First of all, this isn't going to be existing for years. Yeah. But like, am I going to go? Hey, remember when you like saw Avengers Endgame and saw an ad for a mall <laughs> years ago? Did you see Let's an ad go. for a mall? Did they have ads for the mall? On, yeah. On the if you go to the Fifth Avenue Cinema here in Vancouver, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. They, they talk about uh, the Oak Ridge Mall, and it's all these people going like, "The innovations we'll be doing to Oak Ridge Mall will be talked about for decades to come." Really? And it's like, no, "Oh, that's bad." What? Wait. Like if it, honestly, <laughs> if a if a mall, if you are talking about a mall for yeah. decades, yeah, yeah, it's either done something really, really right, and yeah. what are the odds of that? Nah, or nice. something terrible happened at the mall. A roof is going to and it all just collapsed. That's yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. That's that's why you would talk about a, right. a mall for for decades. Here's what they did. Ready, everyone? They built a mall and they attached condos to it. Unbelievable. That is basically it. Wow. Yeah. People have been talking about this for decades. It used to be a mall that the had... people who uh, live in the condos. Yeah, it had a, had a movie theater in it. Then they replaced the movie theater with a crate and barrel. And now I don't go to the mall anymore. What's a crate and barrel? Crate and barrel is uh, like a Pier 1. Oh. Uh, a Pier 1. It's... Have you ever had the meatballs at a Pier <laughs> Is a Pier 1... It's just stuff around like, the house. Yeah. But it's, it's it's higher end than uh, than an Ikea. Mm. Yeah. You're a bit more fancy. You get a okay. nice throw pillow. All right. Something like that. Fancy up the house. A, f- a fancy throw pillow? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Throw pillows are good. I like a pillow. When you buy furniture, do you go, oh, right, I have pets and uh, and shop accordingly? Uh, I'm no. like, not going to get a fancy pants thing. We should. You know, we should. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. We go like, well... We got a cat. Yeah. And we care more about the cat than we, we do fancy we furniture. Yeah. Yeah. I woke up this morning to a ginormous. Da, 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 da. <laughs> woke up this morning. Da, 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 da. Found out the dog. Da, 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 da. Had gone to the stairwell. Ba, 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 ba. And left a giant log. <laughs> I got the cleaning up poop. Beep, beep, at beep, five beep, in the morning. Stool. So uh, what you're saying is you got yeah. up, slept, walked, took a shit on the stairs, and blamed the dog. <laughs> That's exactly. It was pretty big. Might have been me. No, it was the dogs. Okay. It wasn't just they peed and then they pooed. Oh no. Okay. It was like two spots. Here's some pee. Here's some poo. And the problem is, it's like the gloomiest part of the house at that time of the day. There's a light, but it's like forty feet above above the spot. Like it's like in a it's like a big stairwell. You know, like the stairs going sure. up, down, and then. A landing and then more stairs going down and then they just decided to poop right on the landing. Oh no! You know they could have just gone down another set of another flight of stairs and pooed on the linoleum. Sure. And then I would have been less unhappy. I wasn't very happy. They weren't in my good books this morning. Ah, very. I'm very sorry to hear that. How are your new chickens doing? The savages, as we call them. Is that what you call them? All <laughs> yes. right, fair enough. <laughs> because they're just so wild. They're like. Where I was just thought you're a big fan of used... savage dragon, and you named uh, <laughs> you named the chickens after. Uh, no, this savage is Lisa's dragon. name for them. They, uh, it kind of comes out of a couple things. One, the first time I was introduced to them, 
they were inside the the chicken coop, and the and a crane fly got in there or a daddy long legs. I don't know what people. I call them a crane fly. But All right, I've never heard that before, but okay. A crane fly? Never heard that before. Oh, interesting. Yep. That's how I was told. That's what I was told they're called. But well, often, you're a very different religion than I. But am, people so. people tell me they're called daddy long legs, but I've always thought daddy long legs were the spiders with the. They are. But what do you call it with the flies that with those those you know those big leather jackets? Leather jackets, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, it, this leather jacket got into the coop, and this this chick, very small at the time, mm-hmm. just goes barreling after it, jumps up and down, hops, hop, hop, grabs it, eats it. Oh, I was like, wow, I've never seen that before because we we're just used to yeah, a, like our baby who is like practically useless. Sure, as, sure, as a, sure. Was not a, a real lady. hunter. <laughs> no, because barely it, a gatherer. It, not even that. Just sort of a uh, a head flop down and walk backward, or sure, and. Uh, I just such a disagree that she went, you know, I told, told the story by the what time that she she got herself jammed under a rock to such a degree mm. that she had become one with the rock. Like if you could not see her. Right, very zen. It was just pure luck that I found her there. I was looking for her. And I just happened to like walk over there to see if she'd sort of wandered over by by this uh, pile of concrete, which it's really dumb. I should have got rid of it when we poured the concrete and it didn't occur to me at the time to throw the concrete back into the hole. But you didn't know you had a concrete ninja. I cat. didn't. Yeah, it was going <laughs> to come. And uh, yeah, so I just looked down and here's this poor little chicken all squished up underneath this Aww. this concrete. What a dummy. But anyway. It seems, it seems like, by the way, you've yeah. gotten uh, two aspects of ninjadom, but in two separate chickens. Like one has the hiding ability. Yeah. And the other has the killer instinct. Okay. Of like the quick kill that you just yeah. don't expect. And so like that, if you could just merge those together, you just mm, get this amazing ninja sure. chicken. Because what that tells you is that they're not, chi- they're not ninjas, but just chickens. But... Mm. But then, shortly after we got these little chicks, baby died. So we kind of blame them. We think maybe they conspired to kill her. Oh, jeez. So they're the savages. Okay. Yeah. Turns out to be a real weird uh, Agatha Christie yeah. thing. Yeah. A little, I just uh, think they kind of like... A little Blue Jay detective comes in to solve the mystery and just puts them all together in the coop and walks around. To be fair to them, she was being like a little aggressive. Like she's doing a lot of like head pecking and stuff like that. Okay. As part of her like, I'm superior to you. Because she was... Higher, so you're like, saying than them. there is a pecking order. There's a, yes, that's right. <laughs> Literally, a pecking order. And then she suddenly <laughs> we went out there and she was just laying on the ground, gone. So I don't know. Okay, and they I were feel very sorry. They were that over you in the corner. Chicken. Well, one of them uh, was whistling. Uh, are you telling me you suspect murder? Yeah. Or yeah, foul play. Is <laughs> there a difference? Well, one's a pun. <laughs> no, one a good, is a delightful pun. It's a good pun. pun. I'm really glad you're you're enjoying this. I am. I'm trying to be very uh, empathetic. Yeah, as well. you're trying to be empathetic. I and am, also make but fun. the, the no, setup that you're set, giving yeah, me yeah. here. No, it's fine. Okay, it's all right, good. go ahead. I'm enjoying it. Uh, well, we looked over in the corner, and they were both wearing leather jackets, mm. and kind of one was swinging like a little chain. No, I was flipping a coin. Yeah, flipping a coin. Then they didn't look like smokes in the sleeve. <laughs> they did not look innocent. Yeah, they didn't look innocent. And so we. Uh, we we call them the savages. That's Lisa's name for them. Okay. Do they have individual names? Um, one is called Pecky and Pokey. No, one is called. Oh, I can't remember the names. Sorry. Okay. One is like a, a rapper's name. Okay. LL Cool J. Not LL Cool J. No. No. Okay. Uh, Vanilla Ice. No. Uh, something. Is there one like something big? Big or something? Biggie Small. Biggie Small. That's right. Okay. That's one's name. Be small. And I can't remember the other one. You're making name. the other one Tupac. You're looking for trouble. <laughs> we're, not, we're not looking for like East Coast. East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, we're not looking for that. The, uh, no. the thing? Okay. We don't want that. No. Tupacker. Tupacker would be good if you did the other one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think Biggie Smalls. I can't think of a pun on that. <laughs> no, not really. 
Nope, can't. It's fine. I, I, I went through like every you rapper gone, I could think of. You could have said Beaky Smalls. Mm, yeah, Beaky Smalls is yeah, pretty good. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll endorse Beaky Smalls. <laughs> okay, thank you. Listen, I say, listen, I know she's calling, calling Beaky Smalls. Yeah. When you go in, you just subtly go Beaky Smalls. Yeah. And it'll catch on. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. And we're trying to make our cat uh, answer to Colin now from mm. uh, Cohen, but uh, it's not working because he doesn't speak English. And, he's, and cats don't really answer them anyway. They don't anyway. answer anyway, so it's irrelevant. <laughs> it's pretty irrelevant what you call yeah, a cat. Yeah. You can just change your name every which way. I think cat, dogs will find it confusing, but I think cats don't care. It's nice because it's autumn, so uh, what he enjoys doing now because we... Uh, Is it wa- autumn? We Well, listen, it will be by the time... It feels autumn-y. Com- by the time this I'm wearing comes, a sweater today. By the time this comes out, it will be autumn. This weekend's autumn? Yes. Oh yeah, twenty first is uh, autumn. That's right. Of autumn. Okay. Uh, my uh, my cat likes uh, walking me around the yard because we have a little leash for him. Yeah. And uh, walking me through every spider web possible, like every <laughs> single one, like just well, big face full of face full of yeah. spiders. You know how they say yeah. you eat like eight spiders in your lifetime or something from sure. sleeping. Uh, I'm, I've just gotten my. I think it's way it. more than that. You think it's more? Yeah. Why would a spider go in your mouth? Just curious. <laughs> That's what that's the old saying is curious yeah. as a spider. Curious as a spider. Curious killed the spider. Yep. Yeah. Curiosity killed the spider. That's what I meant to say. Oh well. Um yeah, there's that hilarious meme, of course, about that spider spider's gorg who lives in a cage and eats ten thousand spiders a year. He's the one he's the outlier who makes that Ah, oh, very good. Makes it much bigger than it oh, actually okay, is. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta bell curve that shit. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. But yeah, yeah, I've met every uh, every spider, basically. Like, to the point where I walk out now and spiders, like, just haul ass. They're just like, oh, he's going to be <laughs> he's walking destroyed. through our webs. <laughs> another, another, all this work I did. And again, I've said this before, but I always think, Do you like, feel bad when you go through a spider? Here's what I feel. Okay. I feel, uh, as I walk through a spider web, and, uh, sorry, I'm not here right now. Um, uh, I think the spider is feeling two things. Yeah. Like, eventually it goes like, ah, but for a brief period of time it goes, all right, this is great. Because there's got to be a point where it's like, I really caught something. And then it goes, no, too much. And uh, then it all goes bad. But there's a brief moment that that spider is like, yes, yeah, this is uh, what's happening. I took, um, we have some fruit flies. And so we had a fruit fly trap. And I took the fruit flies outside and released them. And uh, a bunch wait, of them. Wait, took, What's that? You released them? Yes. Like alive? Yes, outside. Oh. Some of them, I guess, die. Okay. But, like, there's a bunch that are still, like, in there. So you just take them outside and you release them and they go and they fruit fly around and they do their oh, business. Okay. Uh, but a bunch of them just flew into a spider web. And, you know, the spider was just like, shit, this is all right. I feel like I'm just uh, paying off a mob boss or something. And, again, it's just the start of autumn. I know it is actually summertime. <laughs> it was weird. I went swimming I went swimming on the last day of swimming, which yeah. was the 15th. Okay. And then, like, basically the next day it was, like, straight out autumn. Like, straight just cold, bitter, like immediately, wow. like that's the end of that. It knew. Yeah. It knew that you were done. I went to uh, I went to a public pool, um, the second beach pool, I believe, mm. and uh, the ducks had just taken over, completely taken over. Oh, really? Yeah. They knew just like, yep, people are gone. And it was, like I say, life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Like it was just <laughs> packed with ducks and oh. they're just like, yeah, and the water was all nice and green now. <laughs> and just like, it take a day a day Whoa. and the ducks just went boom now it's now it's duck town yeah i guess if once you leave once there's no people around they're just they're there yeah interesting they, they loved it they were just yeah. like so happy and they're uh behind a wall right so yeah. uh i don't know how many predators could make it through mm. that wall maybe raccoon or something maybe but still they'd be able to see it coming so it's it's a pretty great setup it's just like what mm. what do they got to fear nothing 
No predators. They're, they're fear, great. Fear itself. That's true. They do. Uh, yeah. They do fear itself. That's yeah. what they say so. about ducks. <laughs> uh, yeah. We. I guess we. When we were. When we were. When we had a pool. We. I think we covered it in the winter. You would have a, to with a sheet. Or like it does big, become duck town. Well, any kind of bird. But yeah, when it when you take it off for summertime, like when you take it off when it's you know late spring or whatever, and then you reveal the, the water, it doesn't look so great. Nope. And what really looks bad is when you put in like tap water because that's what you do when you fill your pool. Okay. You just like take a garden hose, run it from your tap on your house. How long does that take? To fill? A long time. Yeah, you had a big pool. Yeah, it takes a long time. So you just put it in and then you turn it on. And then you realize how gross your water is mm. because you get to see it. I'm drinking it while you're drinking it. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you all about it. Yeah. It's just, you get to see it like in its, un, you know, just it looks okay in a glass because it's yeah. small. But when you start filling a plate, a big thing with it, it looks less and less appetizing. But then you throw in a bunch of chlorine and, you know, shock it and all that stuff and it looks great. I went because uh, I, I have been like still trying to swim even though. The outdoor pools are gone now. Yeah. So I've been trying to mix it up a bit and like, you okay. know what, I'm going to go to... So a pond? Yeah, I'm going to go to a pond. That's right. Bird Inlet. That's right. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, I'm going to ask a guy to hose me down, just go <laughs> knock on his door. And just like, you know, let me, let me run against the pressure of sure. the hose. I say that. I go to Sydney. firefighters and I ask them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. painful. But they go to sit in your Mr. Turtle Pool in the front yard. Yeah. Mr. Turtle Pool will help to keep you cool. There you go. And nothing look cooler than you being in a Mr. Turtle Pool. Um, <laughs> well, keep you cool, not make you cool. Oh, is that right? It's you know about cooling off from the got heat. It, I got it wrong. You that got it wrong. Problem. Yeah, that's right. So uh, there's this local. Like I looked up uh, this pool that I had been to before. That's like Just imagine a, you in a Mr. Turtle Pool with watching girls walking by. Hey, ladies, this is my pool here. Yeah. Do you want to see my turtle? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, fooled you. It's a tortoise. Uh, anyway. It lives a long time. The old shell game. Sh- yes. Mm. So uh, so uh, there's this pool that has like a, a ozone water or some what? business. I don't okay. know what it is. Some, something like that. Sure. I, I've been to it once with a friend. Okay. And uh, we swam, and it was really nice. Yeah. I went back. Okay, first of all, let me just say, going back, I was like, this doesn't seem like the same pool at all. I remember it being much, much bigger. Oh. So I may have been, maybe there's two pools that have this. Maybe your I, friend is tiny. Could be. That's the yeah. thing. And maybe I was smaller then. Yeah. Because I was Benjamin Buttoning back then. <laughs> Big fan of the movie. Of course um, you were. But I decided, it's a Killarney pool. And uh, mm. and so I said, you know what? I bet I could walk there. I bet I could walk there. Let's see. Let's see where that. Can you is. tell me where like the cross streets are for that? I can tell you. Okay. Do you know where the um, uh, the motel from Supernatural and the X Files, uh, the twenty four hundred motel on Kingsway? You know what I'm talking about when I say that? It's like the 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 big kind of motel complex. It's got giant twenty four hundred neon. Yeah, I know drove, I've driven past it, but I can't remember what it looks okay, like. Okay, well, yeah, that's the, the halfway sign. goddamn mark. So Whoa. like I, yeah, so it was one of these where like I walked, I walked, I walked it, and uh, and about like yeah, halfway through, I'm like, oh, this was a terrible mistake. Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to get here in time. But mm. Luckily, it, it was open for late. But yeah, it was one of these where there's like, and I got really lost, and and <laughs> and, and the instructions got more and more vague. Like yeah. they would say things like, uh, turn uh, left on Earl Street. Okay, that's right. Then turn right on this street. Okay, that's right. And then it just said turn left. Which is like turn left. I'm like just on what? 
Like, just tell me to turn it's like this directly. Just, just a, yeah, what? Like, just left. It yeah. made no sense whatsoever. Cut through backyard. Yeah, eventually, I went. Eventually, I did figure it out. But by the time I got to the pool, I was just so exhausted that you know, just like flopping around. Uh, but yeah, I haven't had that in a, in a long time. Where and I looked at like my uh, pedometer. And I'm like, yeah. how many steps was this? And it was like a little over twenty thousand. I was like, wow, that's, that's certain. That's a that's an amount of steps. Yeah, that's, a that's lot. something. Uh, but but yeah, it was like one of the first walks I've been on uh, in a while that I just went like this was this is a mistake and then uh, when i got out it was like pitch black i'm like i have no idea where i am oh wow none so i'll just walk in a direction until i see some lights and then i'll uh, figure it i'll figure it out from there and I, wow. it, it was it was a bit of a long uh trip back a bust back i was gonna say there must have been a bus running past the the pool mm-hmm. right? mm, well i guess that's it mm-hmm. where which side yeah which There's side four sides of it what? yeah exactly <laughs> well, how, how now what now doesn't your phone tell you like uh, do you have the bc transit app Yes, eventually mm. I I did that, but it okay. was uh, you know it, it was all these buses that I hadn't heard of. Mm, and of it was a lot of like you catch this bus, just walk five hundred meters till you get to this. Bus. Like oh brother, okay, well let's let's find. Let's it find is that. you're right. It is big. Excuse me. I had to um, one day I went to pick up my car, and I got a workmate to drive me close to the car place, and they dropped me off, and they left, and then I walked down to the car place. But it had closed a half hour early, so I couldn't get my car. So then I'm stuck in Surrey without a car, mm-hmm. and I had no, I didn't have any money on me. I had my wallet, so then I had to go to the bank, not my bank, of course, someone's bank. Yeah. Pay the fee for using their ATM. Then I went and had to buy some gum <laughs> at Kenyan sure. Tire. Yeah. Because I needed the change. Or a, a, a gigantic lollipop, which they always have. That would have been good, like, too. what's the cheapest thing you've got here? And it's always a gigantic, hard, round lollipop wow. that's too big for your mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, okay. I said no to that. Yeah. That's when, that's when you're desperate. Just like, I need to break. Like, here he goes. Yeah. It's like a jawbreaker. It's a, it's a dollar breaker. It's both. So, yeah, then I had to bus it from there back home again. It took quite a while because it's not easy to get No, travel. that is not an easy uh, bus ride whatsoever. No. no. It's a real Tunerville trolley. Every stop. stop. Yeah, and then I got on I got stop. on a bus going like that was going to Joyce Station. I was like, okay, well, I can get to a SkyTrain. I know where I'm going. Yeah. But it was one of these where, like, like I wonder if this is actually going to go there. Joyce like, Station? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Eventually, you I, were a long way I off. I was a long way off. Uh, Joyce Station? And it was one of those also where, like, you're on a bus full of people, right? And then they all start getting off one at a time till you're the only person on the bus. And I've been on that situation before yeah. where you're on the bus and eventually the bus driver just turns to you and just goes, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going to this. No. <laughs> this is the end. Well, what? Do you go to a station or anything? No. The bus just ends. Get out now. But we're in the middle of nowhere. Get out. <laughs> Does another bus pick you up from here? Oh, no. Buses don't go this far. Get out. <laughs> helpful that's right it's well yeah it's hard riding the bus sometimes yep. when i was a, when i was a kid i took the i took the bus i only ever took the bus in one direction to so, to see one direction to so see the band one direction yeah and so i was used to like you know you get here and then you wait at this bus stop and the bus will come and pick you up blah blah blah. so i was going home yeah and so i just waited at that bus stop assuming that all buses would stop there sure but they didn't yeah. so all these buses that were going where i wanted to go were like leaving around the corner from where i was standing and they're you know blithely doing their thing and here i was standing there for two hours waiting for my bus until i finally asked the bus driver i got the courage up as a great you know grade eight kid to uh, say um is this where i got to so-and-so he's like oh no i gotta go around the corner there i'm like oh great 
So then I caught this bus super late at night now. And, and at a time I, when buses just stopped. Yeah, that's right. Point there was a time, like, yeah. So what's the next bus? Well, there isn't a next bus. Well, that's exactly that was all it. all the buses forever. Yeah. Bye. So like it was, it was, yeah, it was a 319. <laughs> Get out, exactly. It was the 319, and this is before it like connected with 312. So sure. I had to take it all the way to, to the end and then walk from there. And then I got bullied by these teenage boys, these like grade 12 kids or something like that. Like, what a trip. This is the greatest bus ride of my life. Were they kids you knew or just... No, I didn't know who they were. Oh, that's nice. Nice random bullying. Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, jerks. Yeah, it just humiliating. It feels like if it's bullying, yeah. it has to be someone you know. It feels no. like that was just harassment. No, no, no. No, no I mean, it's oh, just yeah, yeah. harassment. Like, bullying no, is personal. They just saw... And, uh, yeah. They saw a little kid walking down the street and thought, you know who you should humiliate? This kid. So that's they made me boring. kneel in front of them and and say, um, say something. I can't remember what it was. Like, asked for their... Asked to go past them or whatever. So, of course, I did because it's scary. Like, yeah. you, you know, I'm not going to fight with some big yeah. kids. So I just did that and then carried on my way. I'm like, well, that was an adventure. Idiots. Let's find those guys. Let's do it. Yeah. That'll be our uh, mystery podcast that we do. We're just a <laughs> we'll mystery find, of, like, who bullied find. me back then. I, I know who it was. Oh, you do? That's what I'm asking. Mm. So I don't want to. You don't want to f- f- face this guy. He had an armed standoff with the police. Okay. At his house in, in Delta. Remember that when that happened in Delta? North Delta? No, not really. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he'd gotten, so you did know this guy, okay? Well, I didn't know him. I knew of him. Like he was, oh, okay. he was like there's four, a reputation. He was right. four grades ahead of me, but he knocked up his girlfriend in, during high school, mm-hmm. and then I guess he got in some sort of altercation with her at her house or at her parents' house, right? And then, um, yeah, he ended up in an armed standoff with the police, with holding her hostage. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, so he went to jail. I th- hope so. Yes. I well, hope he so. must have. There's only yeah. two outcomes to that. It's yeah. not a slap on the wrist. No, that's, no, it's not usually a slap on the wrist. That's right. Okay, I, so, yeah. so he's he's in jail. Well, I don't. I doubt. No, he's in he jail is now. now. He is clearly now. That's uh, what you don't get. Isn't that? Yes. No. No. He's no. either he's either in jail or he found was, the Lord. This was this would have been over thirty years ago. So he's dead. Thirty five years. So ago. So he's clearly dead. There's a guy who he's dead. He's dead. The maximum penalty in Canada yeah. for a, for murder for like a homicide is thirty five sure. years. Right. So I don't think yeah, that's of... De- he's dead. Okay, so he's dead, <laughs> yeah, he's in jail, yeah. or he found Jesus. Yeah, one something, of the, one of the... so he, may have, he may have found his way out of the problem, or yeah, or he sent Or he's it. right here, and I'm going to bring him in. This is your humiliation. This is your life. Oh, great. Someone who really likes Superman 2 so much that he wanted people to kneel before him. <laughs> that's right. That'd be good. I remember, Dave. <laughs> I remember bullying you when you walked on the street that day. Do you remember me? Is this is this that mean kid who was <laughs> oh, way older? Wait a second, than let me? me take a guess. Is this Goofy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. This is Goofy. So, remember or, when I beat you up that time? I'm trying to remember what his name is when he's uh, kind of the straight man. He's called something <laughs> else. A little oh, bit that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Guffy geezer or something. Some no, no, something not gallant, but uh, yeah, he's he's called some he's called something else when yeah, he's kind of the yeah. regular guy. That's but right. that's what it sounded like because he's got that, but he doesn't quite got that. <laughs> like he's just. I was a, just doing an impersonation. Like he's of just that. A, he's a dad. He's yeah. a driver. He does. A, he you know he's uh, he's got a business. He work, well he doesn't have his own business. Yeah. He uh, you know he has a job. He's he's well employed. That's right. Dave, do you remember that time you were walking down the hallway at school? And I hit that binder you were carrying up from in your arm and all your papers flew around the hallway like it was winter time and it was snowing out. I do remember that. And I made you sing White Christmas? <laughs> While you kneeled? 
Jeez. Yeah, the kneeling. What a is kneeling we're going on. Yeah, it's a lot of disturbingness on that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not for that. I was trying to steer away from the less me, funny aspects of it. I was not for it either. I was. It was terrible. I did enjoy reading the book of lists while I was uh, while I was on the bus, but Elton John's bisexual. What? <laughs> These people spontaneously combusted. <laughs> is You're, the book of lists still around? Well, I, I imagine it's still. You know what? Guinness Book of World Records has held it's on still around. real good. Yeah. Like they've really upped their game, got lots of pictures. They're in every bookstore. They're still a going. But like yeah. Book of Lists was kind of your knockoff uh, Guinness Book of World it Records. It wasn't really a knockoff Guinness Book of World Records. It was more like a it was more like just a weird collection of trivia. Sure. But that's what the Guinness Book of World Records is. No. It's like have you ever seen the tallest guy in the world? It's well, that, yeah, that you know, but uh, that's that's no, this is more like but this would be things like rock bands who died in a plane crash or or like musicians who died in a plane crash. It would sure. be like 20 musicians who died in a plane crash. And then, you know, or or like I say, it's spontaneous combustion. What was, the, or, what was the age that all those musicians died at? That's like the... 27. 27, okay. Yeah. Yes, it's a common... Once you make it past that, you're immortal. Once you're <laughs> Keith Richards. Once you make it past that, yeah. you'll die at 30. Um, yeah, there was... Well, they did like another book of lists and then they did the People's Almanac... Okay, what they was did, the difference? What was People's Almanac? I'm, I'm not too sure. I didn't read that one. Okay. I wasn't interested. I just no, I just noticed it. What are you look, doing? Looking at the book Looking up Goofy. Oh, okay. I really want to see what that guy's name was. Yeah. Well, not that guy, but what Goofy's name is. Yeah, what, Goof, yeah, what Goofy's name is. Guffer's... Like, I know... Okay, first of all, I know he's Dippy Dog originally. I know that one. Okay. There we go. He was clumsy. He was dim-witted. That's right, but he's pure of heart. Okay. All right. You you talk for a bit. What, what am I going to talk about? It's a conversation. Oh, here we <laughs> you go. Made, I got you picked it. up your phone. All right. Uh, okay. George Geef. George Geef. Okay. G-E-E-F. Yeah, that's right. Go George. G-G Geef. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and in uh, Goof Troop, they yeah. give his full name, which is G-G Goofy Goof. <laughs> Goofy Goof Geef? That's right. Though <laughs> the character's full name yeah. has occasionally uh, been given as Goofus D. Dog. Ah, so he's got the dippy dog. Yeah, yeah. In the uh, in the last portion mm-hmm. of his name. Mm-hmm. There you are. Wow, that's a goofy, go. goofy, interesting character. Uh, not the guy you would suspect would be the widower in the group. <laughs> well, let me just throw out a couple of plugs since you wanted me to. Sure, uh, plug it up. So first, uh, we just had our latest episode of the Fan Splainers drop on Wednesday. That Very was good. Ian and I talking about the. The film I think we both enjoyed called Ready or Not, mm-hmm. which I thought was Canadian. It turns out it wasn't. It's an American production, but ah. it was heavily populated by Canadian actors. Okay. With And was mostly like produced and all the effects and all the editing and everything was done here in Canada. Well, Dave and I, after most shows, do uh, play uh, hide and seek, but like, you know, uh, for sport and for le- to lethal effect. Yeah. We, ha- we hunt each other. Yeah. You know, it's just something we but do relax after. terrible shots. That the That's le- right, yes. The lethal effect we is other people. We both take off our glasses yeah. and, uh, and it's just many, like, tang, 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 lots of collateral damage. Many an innocent bystander has been uh, hurt. Been, Who's innocent? That's well, what I that's, say. that's the thing. That's what I, you, you know, know. Bystander, I'll yeah. give you. They could just be bullies waiting to like... Yeah torment a small child sure and there exactly. i've saved that child from the you bully don't, you don't. you're welcome yeah karma yeah. please yeah that's what i say it's only one false step from being a femme fatale and being a femme fatality that's you know? absolutely right exactly. these true, true words have never been spoken on this <laughs> true uh, words have never been spoken but anyway so we we talked about that film and I th- we 
to to uh, spoilers. spoilers. We enjoyed it, and uh, so that was fun. And then uh, listening party will be dropping next week. Hope everyone will want to tune in now to hear wait a Mary. Second. Are, yes, Mary supplying the music this time. Mary will be doing side two of her mixtape. So okay. we'll, that's a lot of fun. And and I just want to say happy birthday to Mary. It was her birthday on Sunday. She turned twenty five. Happy birthday, Mary. We went out for. But a she can't be twenty five because I remember her being a baby. So I know, isn't that crazy? Yep. So nuts. I know. I was. I remember her like grabbing my finger and like it was like really strong grip. Mm. And babies have like, a strong grip. Very, yeah. very like she was. I think just a couple of days old and like yeah. really strong grip. Oh. And uh, she did not enjoy the fart joke I did. And I was like, <laughs> she will one day. <laughs> she'll she'll get, it. get it. Yeah, she'll get it. Yeah. Uh, yes, she will. She'll get it now. If you think she'll at twenty five, she'll enjoy a fart joke. Have at it. It's interesting. I was. Talking with some, I'm talking with a boy. See, I want to call him a boy, but he's a man. He's 25 years old. He's the same. He was in the same grade as Mary. It's it's weird because the, um, there's a, and we'll get to this maybe later on. Yeah. There's a controversy with the prime minister uh, right now about um, he dressed up uh, in brown face for a party and yeah. he's 29. And people are like, well, he was a man. He was a man. I like, oh, I was really dumb in my 20s. I was a, yeah. It still feels like 20s aren't completely yeah. like, I know they are. And of course, mm-hmm. You know, they could be. But yeah, it makes sense to me when you say that. Yes. Yeah. It just, I mean, we were talking at this, um, my sister-in-law had a, had a birthday party. And so they had like, a, they like to do like an open house party. So friends come from, friends come and friends go and drop in and drop out. And, and so an I offer just. on the house. I did <laughs> And I just drop by and I don't really enjoy those sort of parties. Because, when you come in, do they all applaud like it's a sitcom? No. Like, Should they? Yeah, Dave comes in and so feels like, like I'm. Hello, everybody, and or you use your catchphrase or whatever. You yeah, yeah. Come yeah. in, just like, where's the sausages? Woo! I always say when I enter a room, yeah. and then the audience goes, "Boo!" And I, I came. Someone say cummerbund. This is this is how I this is how I'm at a party. Okay, walk in the door. Sure, like this kind of party. Walk upstairs. Yep. Say hi to say hi to a couple people. Okay, so go ahead. What do you say? Take what? Take Neil? a dog. Blame it on the dog. <laughs> Blame it on the dog. Right on the stairs. Right. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? Never mind. Um, but bad dog. We don't up. have a dog. I got you a dog. Say hello to the host. Okay. And then I immediately go outside and stand on the porch for a while where it's okay. quieter and there's not many people there. Sure. And this time there were the, there were the kids there. My, Eve was there with with my nephew and and a friend of his. And then I talked to them for a while and then went back in. And I just left. That was me. Now, do you say goodbye or do you nope. uh, do a French exit? I just just go. Okay. Because it's just, it's a you know it's like I say it's a drop it's drop better. in drop it's out. It's better to do a French exit. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why is it called a French exit? Uh, that's how French people leave party. Oh really? They just don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah yeah. I, just I think at a party like that. Yeah. You that's don't want to make fine. a big deal. I'm going. Yeah. See everyone. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know any. Touch. I hardly know any of you. You're I'm mostly friends from work. I'm on Instagram. I'm my brother and sister-in-law. So. You know, and you, the guys who play baseball with them on the weekends, but y- y- you don't know who I am. But bye. Bye. I knew her at every age. Bye. <laughs> so, so then. I've given uh, her 24 cakes. <laughs> 24 cakes? I guess so. Mm-hmm. I assume you've b- baked her uh, uh, at least 20 cakes. My sister-in-law? Oh, is this your sister-in-law's party? I thought this was your No, no, this is, this is my sister-in-law's party. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Sorry, you're mixed up. But you have, uh, but you, you led into this with Mary. Mary's birthday, but I'm just saying I was at my sister-in-law, because uh, I was talking about the fact that Mary is Understood. 25 now. Oh, very good. I understand. And I was talking to these. But you have these... baked your daughter at least Oh, yes. Many, cakes. many cakes. Not 25 cakes, but yes, many cakes. Um, 
I, yeah, I was, no, I was just mentioning that because I was talking to these kids who were Eve and Mary's age, and I just want to call them kids because to me they're, they're kids. Although when I was 25, if someone had called me a kid, I would have been a little offended. Right. So I wouldn't say that to their faces, but um, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was kind of, well, the one boy I hadn't seen for a while, I, you know, for quite a while. He went to elementary school with Mary, but Mary did not go to go on to high school with her elementary school chums because we, we took her out of the catchment and she went to a different high school. Mm. Partly because school was really hard for her. There was a lot of bullying, a lot of a lot of girl, a lot of bitchiness. Okay. I would say, like between the girls, it was a really weird grade. Like it's kind of renowned in Aldergrove as being like a weird grade of oh, right. where the kids were like really cliquey and really like a lot of backbiting oh, and stuff but, like that. Okay, which Mary is like, you know, her personality is not really. She's kind of like me. She's not really socially apt. Not a lot of social aptitude. So. Um, you know, she doesn't understand that kind of stuff. She doesn't understand that kids don't want to hear her give like elaborate descriptions of a Harry Potter book she's reading and stuff like that. Like, you know, and, or or that she's smart. Kids yeah. don't want that. They want smart kids. You Until know. later in life, in which case it all pays off. Yeah. Some that is degree. definitely something that that's an investment that will pay off later on. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so when it got to the point of like her going to high school, we just looked at her going to a different school and maybe like fresh start kind of thing. And to be honest, it was a, in some ways it was some ways it's bad because you do disconnect from your your neighborhood but in other ways it was great because she made lots of really good friends oh, there that were good. super okay. super great girls that you know and they all like really academic and really helped each other get through school and stuff right. like that so in that way it was paid off but in other ways I think it kind of you know it's too bad it disconnected but disconnected from a, a a pack of of kids that weren't that great and to and you know my thought about it at the time was if she went to high school, you know, it's not just from her elementary school. There's another elementary school that's feeding in. And, you know, that there's a chance that you might meet friends, make friends there. Sure, yeah. But uh, Lisa said, no, let's get her out of here. So I was like, okay, well, that's fine. So, yeah, so she went to a school that was like 20-minute drive from our house. And that that was fine. But, yeah, the reason I, yeah, so I hadn't seen this kid for a long time. So it was just kind of nice to see him, you know, and he looked, looked great. And then... Uh, but I just want to call him a boy because he's only 25. Yeah. He's still a boy. Yeah. Well, I think of myself and what I was doing when I was 25. I'm like, yeah. Was, yeah. Like, I get it. You're, you know, you're responsible for your own actions. Clearly. Yeah. You can have yeah. a kid. Uh, you can, uh, you know, do all the things that you could do mm-hmm. as an adult. Yeah. But you're still, you know, seconds away from you're being a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's uh, sort of like my nephew um, is like seven is 17. And, uh, you know, I, I just... I think of like, you know, uh, when I was uh, 18 and yeah. all these people around me were going like, their parents were like kind of kicking them out of the house. It's time mm. to move out. It's time to go. And I'm just like, just picturing him moving out in a year. Just like, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous yeah. that he'd be like at, a, like a, at 18. But, you know, it's it, it's just what it is. It's just, wow. But lots of people were ready for that move. Yeah. I mean, in many cases, it was disastrous to move out of your parents' house. Oh, sure, house. sure. Yeah, we, I, you know. I screwed up and moved back and then yeah. moved out again. Had yeah, yeah. Back. Yeah, you screw up, you you do. I mean, just, I mean, that's, that's a even, good way to even learn. more ridiculous to me is, yeah. you know, the idea of like when you're 14 or what have you and uh, they go like, well, what do you want to do for a living? Yeah. I'm like, well, what, what's a 14-year-old know about that? Like, uh, that's completely, well, you got to start planning your horses now. You, you, This is where you plan your life when you're yeah. 14. <laughs> 14. 
didn't. Like, it's just well, insane. You just, it's not, you're not really planning your life. It's well, just, you kind of do. Like, in high school, they say, you like, goal. you've got to yeah, start yeah. taking, if you want to do this, you got to start taking these math classes. If you want to do yeah, this, yeah. you got to start taking these biology classes. You got to start taking, well, at least that's what I was told. But was almost, like, almost no one carries on in their course of study that they go to university to do yeah that's not what i knew though yeah. like i was yeah. like to me the other people around me we all thought that we had to you had to make yeah, yeah. you know of course and, and and you're of course the oldest you've ever been so you figure like i know what i'm doing <laughs> and of course when you were like early I, 20s you're like i, I no completely illusion. know what i'm doing and you look back now and just go good day <laughs> oh boy not at all i mean again get into this maybe uh true thing in a second but like you're talking about how you know, what he did, he did 20 years ago. Yeah. And I think like, oh, there's stuff I did like 10 years ago that I look at and just go, well, that dope. <laughs> that's just, that's just, it's stupid. But like, you know, mm. I was younger. But yeah. yes, I was in my 40s. But like, I was still dumb. I'm still 10 years dumber than I am now. Of yeah. course, you know, you, you know, you, you look back and just go, geez, you just wince and cringe. I got a couple of CDs I did that I'm like, geez, what the what? <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember talking to this girl when I was in grade 12, like grad was coming up and she's like, aren't you excited? I said, no, I'm, I'm dreading like the next step of my life. I'm really dreading it. Like this is like, I honestly don't think our lives will be any easier. They'll ever be as easy or pleasant as they are right now. Like I know there's unpleasant things about being a teenager, but there's lots that's great about being a teenager too, you know? And I... Maybe I was luckier than most. I was a pretty independent kid. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't have like a lot of restrictions on me. I didn't have like a curfew. Right. I didn't have, you know, those sort of controls. You knew the things you liked. You liked music. You liked books. Yeah. You were aware yeah. of who you are generally, which is yeah. which is a big part of, I think, happiness is knowing what you like yeah. instead of like, oh, you just like looking for something yeah. that's like, yeah. I mean, I was living for free with free food and free board, you know, just going to a place for six hours a day. Right. You know, the rest of the time I could do what I wanted. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. In terms of like life. Sure. That's a pretty good time. You know, like you don't have, I had a few chores, but not like a lot. It wasn't onerous amount of chores. Right. And, uh, you know, but once you are an adult, there's way more responsibilities in your life. There's a lot more stuff. And yes, there's benefits to it as well. And I don't, you know, where I am now, I don't regret it or to look back at my, and I don't think that was the best in my life either, to be honest with you. But just at the time, I was like, I, I don't think we're heading for, like, I, there's no, like, pot of gold in this yeah. rainbow. The only people that I think uh, would ever tell you that or, or usually told you that were teachers. And it's like, this is the best time of your life. Mm. And I was like, of course, you're a teacher. Yeah. You liked it so much, you made it your life. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You know, uh, the person who like works at the nightclub is like, yeah. the nightclub's the best. Of course, you work here. Of course. That's why you came back and wanted this job. Sure. You know, uh, sure. yeah, we're, we're getting false perspective on this. Well, I'm of course glad you're, that you're enjoying yeah. it, though. It's good. Of course, you're not going to believe them because you, you know, school seems like so onerous to you when you're a kid because that's all you know. Is like, yeah, when, oh. I, when I heard that, these are the best years of your life, you just want to yell, fuck you. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yep. I'll show you. I'm going to have a job where I get two months off. Oh, I not. I just get two weeks off. Shit. Mm. Darn it all. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. That's fine. Sometimes you get two months off. You don't want it. <laughs> You've just been let go. Yep. Like, hey, I did have I had that summer. Your, here's your vacation. I yep. had that summer a little while ago. It was actually kind of nice having that summer off. Got to go to the PE every day with, with uh, uh, Eve and Lisa. Oh, that's pretty r- good. Writing okay. stuff. Yeah, it was, that was pretty good. I was like, oh, this, this is a good summer. I'll get a job later. Yeah. No point. No point rushing. Yeah, I was, I was, I was down with like being older. I was fine. I was just like, let's get at, let's get this over with. Let's get this done. Let's get huh? out of here. How do you feel about it now? 
What? This getting older. That's good. It's mm. the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better than the alternative, obviously. Yeah, but it's also the best. It's like I can't think of an age that I'd rather be than this. Like, this really? is the best huh? yeah, by far. Hmm. Oh, by far. Yes. I think my 40s were my favorite so far. That's what my dad said once. I asked him, like, what was your the best? And he went, like, 40s. But 40s got a little rough. There was some tough, there was okay. some tough stuff in there. Uh, but, like, right now, you know, for all that there is, you know, there's the stresses of things and what yeah. have you and what have you. Yeah. But in general... You know, I can still do the things that I that I love and care mm. about and what have you. And yeah, I mean, uh, the teen years still, I look back on it just like, oh, those were clearly the worst. It was like it was amazing. <laughs> I got out alive. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Hor- horrible. You yeah, know? no, they, they were not great. But they're also but you good. but you liked them. No, but they're also saying. great. But they're yeah, also there you great. go. You were saying yeah. it was great. That's good. Yeah. But my 20s are great, too. 30s are cool. good. 40s, but 40s are my favorite just because I don't know. It felt like I felt kind of like I had it together. But I was could be physically active without without discomfort. Okay, you know, so that was nice. That's a nice part of that that period. You're past like the the mid thirties realization that you're, that you're going to die. So you get past that point, and you get into your forties, and you're like, okay, I'm, I can deal with this. Well, there's a thing like when you're about to turn thirty, where you're like, well, what have I done so far? It's like, oh, thirty. Mm. You gotta be thirty, and then you turn thirty, and you're like, eh, it just keeps going. I'm like, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Let's yeah. just keep going. Let's uh, keep getting better and keep trying to get better and trying to get better. Well, my thirties were exciting. My turning thirty for me is exciting because that was pretty much officially my my uh, remission five years. Oh, that's great. Five five years without cancer. So that was a very important date in that way. So that was a celebration for sure. I wasn't like dreading thirty. I was like, oh, I've made it. That's the thing for me. Like, uh, you know, I don't dread. Don't dread it because, you know, it's like, oh, it's such a bonus. <laughs> I'm still here. Yay. Yeah. You know, it's just impossible to re- to resent it. or. To yeah, I remember something it. you said to me about that, which, you, which I think it was when you were about 30, where you said, uh, you know how people like uh, have like cancer and they really learn something about themselves? Yeah. Uh, I have not. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. That's true. I've learned nothing. I didn't, I didn't come through it without any, with any kind of deep deep understanding of what I'd gone through. I felt like I often compare it to like one time I was driving in, in the car in my, I was driving a 69 Firebird and uh, solving mysteries. <laughs> yes. And I was driving in the winter and I was driving up this steep hill near where Lisa's parents lived. And as I got to the top of this hill, I gunned the engine, which was a very dumb thing to do because I, I fishtailed on the ice and I slid and I went into a spin in the middle of the road. Okay. And because it was spinning, the motor turned off. Oh, and so it got really quiet, mm. and I was just spinning, and the Beach Boys was playing on the on the car stereo, and it was this weird, and it was, but it was a moment of absolute calm for me because mm. I had no control over what was happening. Do you remember what the song was? Uh, it was from Pet Sounds, but I don't remember which exact okay. song it might have been. It might have been Carolyn No, actually. I think it was actually Carolyn, which is a really great song. So I was sitting there listening to this really great song, and and I didn't know what was going to happen. But I was just watching, it was in, It was dark, so I was pitch black out because it was a country road. And I was just, my headlights picking up the trees as I spun around. And, but I was, like I said, I was just absolutely calm. And I felt like that when I had cancer as well. Like everyone around me was, was upset and, and anxious and nervous. But I was like in this really calm place because I didn't, I was confident because everyone kept telling me that I was, I was going to be fine. Yeah. So I took them at their word. Not that they were, I didn't think that they were lying to me. I just thought, well, you know, they're doctors, they know what's happening. So I'm going to be fine. So that's okay. And I'm just got onto this train and I'll just see where it stops because I don't know. I'm not in control of this train. Mm-hmm. Like I can't make, I can make no decision based on, you know, like, you know, the doctors are the people who know what 
I should have. So I'll just listen to them. Listen to my oncologist. He he, he seems to know what's going on. Right. Listen to my you urologist. Didn't have the internet to check up on it yourself. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, there was no. Nope, you're doomed. Yeah, my, uh, a, a relative of my father's who I've never met phoned to give us insane advice <laughs> that I should okay. have only eat carrots. That my mom should go down to the creek and bring fresh water up for me to drink. She goes, does she know where we live? That's why my mom said I should go on the phone with this lady. But, uh, you know, so, so other... Just pool water for you. That seemed, yeah, that sounds right. You run into the pool and here's some chlorine to water, Dave. This will help your cancer. But that seemed to be the only other advice that I got, you know, and that just seemed like kooky. So, of course, I didn't, you know. And so, yeah, it just seemed, I just felt like, like, like in, my, in the car where you're just spinning around, that's... I felt exactly the same, just this, mo- this absolute calmness because you're, you have no control over what's happening to you. So you might as well, no point panicking, no point getting enough tizzy because what, what's that going to do? Nothing. So just sit in your car and wait till you stop. And which and me was going into the ditch partway. Fortunately, a, a dad and his son came along and they stopped and helped push me out and I continued on my way. Uh, and I did not gun the engine again. But uh, yeah, it's, um, but you don't know, like I could have ended up, upside down in the ditch. I could have ended up sure. crashing into a tree. All, all those things are possible, but, you know, it turned out it was okay. And the same with when I had cancer. It just turned out, that, luckily for me, I turned out it turned out to be okay. But I came out of that with, yes, a deep ignorance of my, myself. There's no book There's no book deal coming out of that experience, let me tell you. I don't know. Everything you're saying right now sounds basically like where a lot of therapy leads, which is just like, you know, you don't worry about the things you can't control. Mm. That's, a, that's a lot of it. Yeah. It's just like, you're going to drive yourself nuts. You're going to look up everything. You're yeah. going to like overthink everything. And that's what's going to, you know, make you sick as well. So, you know, you just go like, hey, I'm going to trust the people around me and uh, I'm going to trust I'm going to be all right. And I'm going to trust that things are going to work out. That is a very Zen thing to do. It's a very, yeah, it's, a, it's it sounds like a lot of therapy, quite frankly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's funny because I really fell apart after the, I was cured. Then I, then I had this emotional. Sure meltdown you know and like and it was more a case of like i didn't know where to what to do i didn't know where to go then and and but i've always had a problem of saying what i want for my life Mm -hmm. you know because what i want i shouldn't i shouldn't want because because oh because it's bad it's dangerous it's uh Mm -hmm. not it's not a way to be it's not a way to have a successful life okay you know, so, so you're not you're not scared of like when you're in a car accident that's going around. No, then you're not scared of danger. No, but you're scared of danger when is there enough silence around you for you to fill in the blanks? <laughs> maybe that's yeah. maybe that's a problem. Yeah. So yeah, when you get when you're put back into real peril, which is yeah, having to like live your life. That's that's more that's harder. That's much harder than having cancer. That's interesting. Again. You got a lot of, you know, for you saying this isn't a book, this is pretty much a book. Yeah, life, yeah, is, yeah, har- yeah. life is harder than dying. There you go. That's for sure. There too. you go. Now you got your title. There you go. <laughs> My pithy book. Uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, you know, I really, I do think that I had like post-traumatic stress disorder after I had cancer. Sure. But I feel like at that time, it wasn't really something that was discussed. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Agent Orange? Yeah, and all the talk about how it was how much how harmful it was to Vietnam vets. Yes, and then after Kosovo, there was all this talk about uranium depleted bullets and how harmful it was for for the soldiers and stuff that were there. Okay, I don't really remember that. Okay, okay. It, it wasn't it was Canadian, so it wasn't American. Like, of course, it was America. You hear all about it, but sure. it, but it was it was a big thing on CBC at that time, like in the mid nineties, which is when I started listening to CBC because I had small children. 
maybe late nineties, small children. And you want to put them to sleep? No, it's, it's you're just with a baby all day, and sure, you need yeah, adult yeah, voices, yeah. so you start listening to talk radio. It's really it's a strange thing. So that was the thing at the time. But I think what I think it was is that no one understood the physical effects of post traumatic stress syndrome. Sure, yeah, yeah. They didn't, and so they're seeing all this, you know, all these like nervous disorders and stuff like that happening. They're like. Is it because of chemicals people were ingesting when they were there? Was it Agent Orange that was causing this? Was it uranium-depleted uh, bullets, which is ridiculous because there's more radiation in your cell phone than there is in a, in a, in a radiation-depleted bullet? Um, so it just it's like we didn't quite understand how the effects of post-traumatic stress at that time. Like, so we had like we understood like like someone being like shell shocked. Sure, but that's like a mental disorder. Like they're physically. You know, they're like, ha- they're having trouble dealing with reality. I, I thought like shell shock was basically PTSD. It was the same thing. It, but it not not to the, it's not the nuanced understanding we have nowadays where okay. it can have physical, like it can have like, like actual like effects on your biology, not just, sure. not just mental effects. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what shell shock is, right? You're, you, you're having mental effects that you're, right. you're having trouble dealing with the, the shock of what you went through. And so your brain is, is not working properly. You know, your panic attacks or you, you know, so all the kind of physical, like mental things, but not physical effects, like, like, like having like, you know, just weird things that would, that people were like breaking down basically, because they're, they're repressing all this angst and all this, this horror and stuff like that inside them. And it's physically affecting you. And I don't think people have understood that at the time. I don't saying that I went through what, what soldiers went through fighting, but you do go through like a really high stress thing. Even if you're trying to zen it out, it's still high stress, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, it's physically hard on you, you know, like chemo is physically hard on you. Sure. You know, operations are hard on you. Like it's just a hard thing you go through. So you come to the other side and then everyone's just like, okay, you're cured. There you go. Bye. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what happens now? Like, what do I do now? You know, so it was it was tricky. You know, I tried to go back to university, but I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't get into it to the way I did when I was going before cancer. Even then, I had trouble with it. But but post cancer, I just was just a disaster. Like just a disaster in every way. And so I left there, you know. And so I was, I think I was doing rounders at the time. Okay. So I was working on the comic, trying to do that. Which was a comic of yours, yeah. Yeah. So I was working on the comic, but I couldn't say this is what I'd like to do from with my life, you know, because I was told that's a bad thing to do by, by, my, by my parents. You know, it's part of their worry for me is that you know David's such a dreamer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to, he's going to have such a hard life. Okay. You know, he's not going to be able to, we, we better make sure he gets a good job, mm-hmm. you know, like, and this whole art thing is not a good job, obviously. It's okay to give him a drawing table for Christmas, but don't encourage him to think this is a job. Hmm. You know, so it's this weird kind of, it's a weird thing anyway. Okay. Like, I understand what, where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's a great thing to tell a boy who's obviously. Clearly it wasn't. Yeah. Clearly, is yeah. You know, clearly that's that what he's wrong. Yeah. That's what his life is is yeah. geared is aimed towards. Don't do that. That's how people start yeah, to death. You're the st- that's the start of the movie. That's yeah. <laughs> no son of mine is going to be a jazz singer. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So it was it was it was a difficult time period, which I think is why I wa- I ended up becoming a farrier because you're like you're like well I, I don't know what I want to do, so I guess I'll do this. I guess and then yes. Yeah, you were around someone who loved horses as well. So. That's true, and I wanted to impress her. Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's one of those jobs where, again, this is just my outsider opinion. It's just like no one can see you working as a farrier and go, that guy's not working hard enough. Yeah, there no you one go. can judge you. First of all, they don't That's know true. how it works. Yeah. They're not going to give you advice. They're like, hey, you're not shoeing right. Like, no one's going to give you advice. <laughs> just like, what do you do for a living? I'm a, I, I shoe horses. Oh, well, that sounds like a real job. Yeah. All right. Well, you're working hard. Well, I guess I'll shut up then. Bye-bye. You know, whereas if it's something else that they sort of know a little bit yeah. about, they might, you know, pipe in and like, ugh. You know, or say that doesn't work or, or what true. have you. But, you know, yeah, there's always going to be people who need horses shoot. That's never going to go away. It's never going to be. More than ever, apparently. Yeah. It's, you know, maybe there's a, a machine that could do it. Nope, probably not. Nope, no, you know, unless you scan the horse's foot and it 3D prints a shoe and yeah. gives it the thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be handy. But you still have to put it on. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes, it I, does. I don't know how I ended up on this stupid thing. No, no, thing. of course, it, of course let's, it matters. Let's let's talk about Trudeau. Okay, but let, let me just say something about stress, though. Okay. It's just like, yeah, you're right. I'll just go to like my little quick uh, rundown of stress-related things. Sure. It's like uh, my first experience with stress was I lost my hair, uh, hair mm. on the back of my head from yeah. stress. Yeah, uh, Alopecia. Uh, almost went blind from stress. Wow. Uh, I had, uh, you know, problems with my eyes that I've since... You know, uh, I've had a little bit of wobbliness in the last little while, so I got to double check on that. But for the most part, it's all been it's all been fine. And I yeah. did get checked out in March, and everything was all right then too. Good. But yeah, I got uh, too stressed and kind of basically blew some stuff out in the back of my eyes. Wow. Yeah, it just it happens. And you know, on a lesser note, I've got psoriasis that's stress. Yeah. Stress related psoriasis as well. So you know, it's part of the thing with uh, you know, and and I've got uh, reflux. I got acid reflux. That's you know, I'm I'm dealing as with as well. So there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff that like mm-hmm. physically you'll it'll your body will uh, will lash out. Yeah, I'm trying to do like a, a meditation and again working out and and doing that kind of thing now to try and uh, combat it. And yeah, yeah. Well, so, what I mean, but I think in in the past they hadn't connected those two things together, like the physical effects of stress, like how it can affect you in. Like acid reflux. That's something you'd say, oh, you get stressed out, you're going to get acid reflux. Yeah. Or you're going to go blind from stress or whatever, yeah. you know. Or you can get cancer from stress. Sure. There's, there's lots of things that, uh, you know, lots of things that stressors can cause that we understand now. That's kind of like how people talked about autistic kids in the mm-hmm. in the 70s versus how we look at it now. You know, it's just we learn and then we... and. Things change how we understand the effects of things. Yeah, I I, I would occasionally teach a workshop uh, when I was in college, uh, teaching I guess like improv or uh, drama things to okay. uh, kids who had uh, autism. And I remember like uh, doing that and just going like, "Oh, I get this, hundred percent. This is this is easy. This is easy. Wow. So you don't want to make eye contact, huh? Me, me neither. All right, got <laughs> it. Like I immediately like clicked in with like this all hundred percent. I get this, and yeah. I don't know if I'm on the spectrum or not, and, but probably. But like I was like, I got it. I see yeah. what you're. I see what you're saying. I see where you're coming from. This, of course, is taken to an extreme mm-hmm. here. But yeah, okay, I get it. This all uh, this all makes sense. And then there's something that they do, and they were like really good at this. And it's like, okay, let's do this for a while and not be full of judgment, and let's just do this, and it's fine. Yeah, I think most people would be on the spectrum. I think that's why it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just where you fall on it. Yeah. Is how how it, is it how it affects your you. life and what yeah. and what have you and what have you. Yeah. yeah, some people can work around it, and some people some people can't. You know. Yeah, the whole like not making eye contact. Like yeah. I don't know in my twenties if I ever made eye contact. <laughs> like it was like that was just the hardest thing no. in the world to do. No. Like I remember having an audition once, or like auditioning for an agent, and uh, and and I was reading a, a, a scene, and he went like, "Look me in the eye." 
you always got to look the person in the eye. And I was like, well, first of all, I was making a character choice, but also, <laughs> fuck you. Like, how often do you like just bear yeah. down and like gaze into someone's eye when you're when you're uh, you know talking to them? It's a creepy freaking thing to do. Some uh, people do that. Yeah, it's but it is it is kind of strange. Like it for people who aren't comfortable with eye contact, it can feel very strange. Yeah, very strange indeed. You're right. When I was a when I was a teenager, I did this weird thing when I would be talking to adults, like to my aunts and uncles or whatever. Because I, I would often talk to them, but I would stand in the kitchen doorway. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go into the kitchen. I would stand in the kitchen doorway, and I would talk to them, and I would pluck at my shoulder, the shirt, my the my where my shirt. I would pluck pluck on it, yeah, and I would make it go up, and then I'd pull it back down. Okay, and I would do that over and over again while I was talking to them, just like this, up yeah. and up, then down with. So I would lift it up with my shoulder, then reach into my armpit and pull it back down. I would do that over and over again, just because I was nervous. And so it was just a way of, you know, just a comforting thing to do over and over again until one of them pointed it out. And then I got nervous. (laughs) Then I got embarrassed by it. And so I had to, like, figure out how to stop doing it. Yeah. It's funny. It could be good or bad. I remember changing my laugh when I was a a teenager because I didn't like my high-pitched laugh. And so I I changed it so I would just laugh, (laughs) ha, 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 like that. (laughs) And my... One time I laughed like that, and my aunt said, oh, David, I miss your high-pitched laugh. It was so nice. I was like, yeah, that was dumb. Why did I change that? So I just went back to laughing like I... Oh, that's good. Okay. I'm yeah. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, what do you nice. guys think? Should Dave go back to his low-pitched laugh? <laughs> you tell us. Or that, right. what he's doing now. Yeah. Do you want my, uh, my high-pitched hee-hee-hee? So, uh, okay. So, uh, what's... You, you want to talk about... A little bit. Some politics? Yeah. Well, no, I don't even think it's... Well, there's political aspects to it, I suppose. It's all politics. That's why it's come out now. We're, we're, we're gearing... Election is coming. And right. so this stuff was being held back by whoever had it. Right. And there's a... There's so a, they could do Trudeau the gotcha. Trudeau is the liberal. He's their prime minister. And Scheer mm-hmm. is a conservative. Andrew Scheer, is that Andrew Scheer, yeah. That's yeah. Right. And, uh, and uh, recently they... Picked, uh, showed like a video of him like making a speech that was uh, not very gay friendly, and it's like from thirteen years from ago. from thirteen years ago, yeah. You know, so there you go. So, um, the what what's gone on is uh, three photos so far have been brought up of uh, of Trudeau at uh, parties or there was a talent show, yeah, uh, where he's in blackface or brownface, yeah. Uh, and uh, the one that was showing like yesterday was him at like an Arabian Nights party, and it was yeah. like 2001. And you know, looking at it, and I was going like, "Oh, I hope that's purple," because it was like in black and white. And like, if it's purple, you could kind of get away with it because yeah. the genie from Aladdin. No, it is not. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. And uh, and so people who are uh, against are like, uh, "Oh, well, we got to get rid of them." Yeah. You got the, the woke amongst us. This will not stand. Yeah. I don't. Even, I, I don't think it's the woke. It's the people who just want them out. Yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily that think that group is necessarily well, they're, they're on any ju- other topic. They're jumping on the woke. Uh, they're jumping on this thing. Yeah. What they call cancel culture, which is not a thing, but still, whatever. It's just a made up thing. People make up stuff every so often. Uh, mm. And the others, and the other side of, uh, and the and the other side of things is going like uh, it was a long time ago. It yep. was like uh, almost twenty years ago. Yeah, and uh, and uh, he's learned since then, and he he immediately apologized when it got brought up, and he should have he should have been a bit more proactive, I think. But how so? Well, I think I think he should have brought it up and apologized for it himself. How br- how bringing it up? Just saying what from my I just you know just saying. In the past, okay, but when would this happen? Like, so when would this, like, when would this occur? Like, before he's running the first time, he should like go. Listen, I, I, here's something yeah. I should tell you, folks. Yeah. How? How do you do that? 
Well, it's awkward, obviously, but I think you can do it. I don't think it's impossible. Well, okay, to but bring like, it up. I don't even see like how. What's the entry point to that? Like, unless, unless. Well, I don't think. He, well, here, first thing. Okay. I don't think he should have done it then, because I don't think it was an issue at that time. Like, people weren't talking about this at that at that time. What were they talking? Sorry, what they weren't talking about blackface. Yeah, before. I don't think it was like a thing. People were like, you know, like how it is now. Like that's why it didn't come out last election. That's why it's coming out this election. I think if they, found- it was in someone's hip pocket for a while now. Okay, well, let's just say where, where these things are from. Um, the, the picture from yesterday is actually from a yearbook yeah. from Point Grey. So, like, look, when, when yeah. you're saying, like, we found this, we didn't find this. Yeah. It's like there are hundreds to thousands of these yearbooks. Yeah, yeah. It's in everyone who went there's, you know, uh, shelf. Yeah. Everyone who went there sure. knows of it. It's not a secret. No one was told, you better shut up about this. Yeah. You know, it's not that kind of thing. It's yeah. just... A thing there. that people there. Yeah. didn't bring up, and now they're bringing it up. Yeah. That's that's what it is. So it's, it's pretty, not it's a, a hidden thing. It's a very wealthy, it's a very hoity-toity that's school. Right. So there's a lot of conservatives who go there. Right. And so they they saw an angle, and they put it in their hip pocket. Yeah. They were like, what's in what's in his past? Yeah. Oh, we, we found uh, a, a yearbook that yeah. everyone has. Yeah. And uh, now we're bringing it up. Okay. Sure. Yep. Yep. No, I just... Like last year, there was that uh, politician in the South, that governor, who was accused of doing blackface uh, when he was in in high school or in university. Okay, at a party. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, there's an there's an entry point. Yeah, you know, Trudeau could have said, "Well, this is this is in my past. Maybe I should talk about this and get in front of it rather than have it come around behind me and bite bite me on the ass." Sure. You know, and I think if he had said it then, of course it would be controversial, but you at least are bringing it out yourself and apologizing yeah, it's for a it. Tough, it's a tough one because it's, it's he's saying like now he doesn't know what pictures are out there from, you know, what, yeah. what's what's gone on and what have yeah, you. Yeah. And he said, he's, he said that at this sure. point. But when you're the, okay, before you're elected, yeah. you don't want to bring this up because no, that's no. just ammo for the other guys. Yeah. So once you're prime minister... Mm-hmm. I, I get you're saying this about that one day where this gets brought up. Yeah. But, like, I don't see how you then go, like, by the way, I also did this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you should look this up because uh, I did it. <laughs> and it's uh, not a good thing that I did. Yeah. Like, how do you – How do you? It's, what's the day that you've gotten all your business done yeah. that you're fine with, like, hey, you know what really uh, fucked me up? <laughs> this. I should bring it up and, 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 well, and do this. Well, it's going to fuck you up. And because it's it's going to fuck you up somehow. But so. is it? Because, like – Everyone knows about it because it's like there's thousands of yearbooks with this in it. I know, but and so clearly, like, only it was people who went to that past. school know about it. Not no, like, like I never heard about it before. Did you hear about it? No. So not everyone knows about it. No. no if we one, don't know about it, then not everyone knows about it. No, but it's not. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. No, but yeah. it was not. It wasn't brought out either. It's just like kind of a a hidden, you know, dirty secret. It's not a hidden past. thing. It's not hidden. That's the thing. It's just something that wasn't yeah. relevant. Yeah. That I'd, I'd give it that. Like anything that you say where it's just like they were trying to keep this mum. Yeah. They were hiding it. Yeah. No, there was no hiding it. It's in no, like, no, no. I'm not saying it's in all their libraries. Yeah, yeah. It's in thousands of homes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not There's saying they're keeping it secret. all hidden. Yeah. Um, it's just something that people didn't care about until this got brought up and, and uh, you looked at the picture and went like, well, that doesn't look good at all. That's not, <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. When was this? 2001? Well, no, you shouldn't be doing that. That's no. that's 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 no good. Uh, and you know, the whole thing is like, well, it was about twenty years ago, yeah. and he's a different person now. Yeah, he like, apologized but, for it. And... But every, but everyone's uh, not everyone. But people's argument of that is like, well, he was twenty nine. Mm. He should have known because he was twenty nine. And again, I look back at myself and just go, I was twenty nine, and I just. Yeah. 
I mean, it was four years after that that Sarah Silverman did her sketch that's caused her a lot of trouble. In, yeah, in it was, wasn't a sketch. It was a, an episode of her show, but yeah. Oh, was it a... Was it like a sitcom that she did? Yeah, it was the Sarah Silverman show. Yeah, she she uh, she okay, and the whole idea was that blackface is so offensive. Yeah, and she didn't know that it was offensive because she's the dumb character. Oh, okay, and that's that's how. Mm. That's oh, how that's that right. Went. That's right. Yeah, I never. I didn't like that show very much. I didn't watch it, very, but um, uh, but now that you remind me what it was like, yes, that's right. She was the written dumb by character. Dan Harmon as well, until she, he got fired because he was too big a handful. Oh, really? And off he goes. He's he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um. But it just reminded me of uh, of like uh, when I was in when I was in college when I was in Douglas College. Yeah, uh, there is uh, it wasn't a party. It was a it was a play, and uh, it was uh, full body uh, brown makeup uh, because it was like we did a play called uh, Bourgeois Gentilhomme uh, by Moliere. Okay, and uh, yeah, it was just like we were background characters, and yeah, we were in full. Uh, body makeup including the face for this uh you know scene every night and yeah. so there there's tons of footage of that yeah uh it was like uh, would they do that now probably not but like i know like uh, then we we did yeah and there's uh two years of uh halloween pictures that uh we do not have uh <laughs> because i uh played a chinese person mm. uh for for you know and it was like that was what that was then, yeah. and yeah, it's uh, not good. It's not a it's not a good look, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's it's weird because you get into the balance of just like reason versus excuse, yeah. You know, uh, I'm not a justification, but it is a context, yeah. And sure. and and you go like, no, you can't you can't justify it. You just apologize for it. Yes, there is there are contextual elements to it. Those are sort of things that that was a more thoughtless time people did these things without thinking of the ramifications for yeah. other people that was part of that time period there's like not everyone was you know sensitive to that sort of thing at the time yeah especially if you're but that uh, doesn't justify yeah it. he's he was a, he was a rich kid born with a silver yeah. spoon in his mouth like yeah. he did go into public service give him that yeah you know he did teach in schools and from mm-hmm. what i've heard he was a good teacher and, yeah. and give and give him that uh but but, but yeah. he really liked the elaborate costume he really liked the elaborate costume. This is true, and that's he's been still in, to this day. I was going to say that's been, that's been the case as prime minister. That has also brought him stuff. And thinking about what I said about that, he should have come out about it at the time. Maybe I'll maybe I'll recant that because if he had have said about this governor, people would have been like instead of people saying, "Well, thank you for your honesty, Justin," people would be like, "Oh, once again, making it about himself." You know, so it's probably you can you can't win in these sort of things anyway. So you might as well just yeah let the chips fall where they will. Like we've uh, hope for the best, you know. You've but, got something stupid in your past that yeah. you've done because you've lived a life, so you've done some dumb. Yep. If you've done, if you've me done, too. Yeah, we've all we've all got some dumb oh, yeah. in our past. Well, you know, you know, as a kid, I dressed as as uh, the devil at Christmas time one time. I'm being sued by the Church of Satan. Oh no! Yeah, I the same people sued Sabrina. Yeah, I apparently have uh, you know their trademark. I've uh, you know violated their trademark and. And also, uh, Harvey comics are also, uh, so mm-hmm. it was just too similar to yeah, hot stuff. Yeah, it was stuff. too, but well, you know, I am hot stuff. Right. Let's face it, everyone. You saw that uh, video of me cooking eggs on yeah. your butt? <laughs> yes. Thanks for going there. Yeah, that was a that was a funny comic of, uh, of uh, like uh, <laughs> we used to, we met doing a, a, a doing sketch comedy. Yes, we did. And uh, you know, I was playing a character at one point in a in a sketch, and our uh, teacher, a uh, gentleman of color, yes, uh, said said to uh, said to me, 
play it more gay. Mm. And uh, by God, I did, and uh, got an enormous laugh. Yeah. And I was like, well, he was right, but he was wrong. He, uh, there you go. <laughs> That's the thing. You were right and you were wrong at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I, the part I really don't like about this is just it's a political pylon, and it has nothing to do with the actual you know issues that should be people like Canadians should be talking about in this election like this if you want to criticize Justin Trudeau there are plenty of things right you know there are plenty of things there's the SNC Lavalin sure that was a huge I think I think that's a reason for him to not be in office to be quite honest with you I think the 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 case that was a case of for sure political interference in a criminal case where the government of Canada attempted to, uh, for you know reasons that were not you know not I don't think justifiable, tried to interfere in a, in the yeah. in a criminal case. That's a reason that's for a good thing. That's if a good, you want, if you want a little more on there, that, that's worse than if, if, putting on some some yeah. makeup when you're in your twenties for a party. Yeah, it's relevant. There's one thing. Yeah, um, yeah. If you go to Netflix, there's a show called Patriot Act. I forget the name of the person hosting it, mm. but, he, but he does an episode about Canada. Oh, okay. And gets into that as well. Sure. Sort of okay, the dark good. side of some of yeah. uh, our uh, policies and, and, yeah. and what Let's we talk about done. that because we live – Canada, for all, all our patting ourselves in the back, has a, is a real crony – has a real crony political system. I think we I think we pat ourselves Cronyism. on the back because we're also so low self esteem at times. <laughs> and sometimes the pendulum goes too far the other yeah, way. And again, possible. it's it's easier now when you've got like a guy who's just batshit nuts yeah, down below, door, just yeah, like yeah. shit in the bed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you've got to try and be an adult and mm-hmm. just go like, okay, wait a second, wait a minute. Yeah. All right, we got to actually be people. We got to. Oh, uh, it was like sometimes I'll drive and listen to the local radio, the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation here in Canada. And they are very right on in their political views. They're, you know, but it is tiring listening to self-righteous people talking about this. You know, and and I hope that he'll do the right thing and step down. I don't think he should be prime minister. What kind of that's just the most ridiculous, politi- pol- you know, politic politicking of all time. Like it's just so transparent that it's hard to listen to without yeah you just get mad at them you're like I, oh come I on i do appreciate okay here's my feelings on the apology situation one he did apologize immediately which is the right yeah. thing to do seemed to be sincere uh he's not apologizing to me so it'd have to be the people who he's apologizing to that have to accept the apology it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. my place to accept the apology sure. but i feel that if we don't accept apologies you are going to end up with a Trump situation where apologies are seen as weakness and you can't ever apologize. Mm-hmm. And if we can't apologize and grow, we're not going to grow. Yeah. And I think you have to leave room to have uh, done something stupid and grown, hopefully, yeah. not, not to a point where you're beyond it. Because, like, we're all, we're all you know, somewhat racist. We're all somewhat sexist. We're all somewhat homophobic. Anyone that says, like, I'm not racist is a fucking liar. Well, I'm you, racist. Yeah, that's the thing. You've got prejudices. Yeah. That's just what you do. You do The thing is, sure. what are you going to do with that? Are you going to try yeah. and overcome them? That's are you trying to get better? Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly uh, you right. Know, uh, if you know, if you go with the religious aspect, we are all sinners. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone goes, I'm not a sinner... Well, that guy, that guy's fucking dangerous. Watch yeah. out for that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta, gotta like, you know, uh, you gotta let people grow. And if they, and, and if you don't, we're in a lot of trouble. Well, that's it. Like we mentioned, Andrew Shear, who uh, did a speech that did a speech against gay marriage, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, quoting Bible verse and stuff like that. And that was brought up in this during this election. It's been brought up about him, and his response was not an apology. His response was. I will not 
interfere in something that's been democratically decided. So basically what he's saying is, I disagree with gay marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing my opinions. I just won't change it because that's the will of the Canadian people, which is fine. But you still, you need to apologize for comments that are hurtful. And that's what you say. You say, if, yeah. you say I did not mean to hurt people in the comments that I made it. And I apologize for that. That's not what I intended, you know. And so, you know, you can have, you can have opinions like, if that's how you feel, you think gay marriage is wrong, you're wrong, but that's fine. You can be wrong, but you all, you cannot be wrong and be hurtful in your wrongness, you know. And that's, an inter- that's an interesting way of putting it. Um, I mean, I think a lot of times the conservative side of things tries to – I mean, why I think it's more relevant than showing this picture yeah. is because this could be an issue in the future. Like if, if this party takes over, yeah. could they reverse – you know, probably not. But could they reverse? You know, basically, would they reverse it? Yeah, human rights. You know, yeah. And that's that's a thing that you know often the conservatives try to sell is just like the old ways were better. We're going to go back a little mm. bit. We're going to go back to when things were better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, I I know he's saying I'm. It's actually what he's saying is the Canadian people wanted this, so I'm not going to go against it. But yeah. hey, what if the Canadian people changed their mind? Yeah. And what if we had a majority of people who thought this wasn't a good mm-hmm. idea? Mm-hmm. Would you then change the basic human rights thing to, because the majority wants that? You know, is that is that a possibility? It's possible. You know, it is. It it is. It is possible. It's something they they, they could do. So it's. But like eighty five percent of Canadians are in favor of gay marriage, so it seems like a pretty hard pendulum. Well, swing. again, and once <laughs> and once you've got it, you realize, well, of course. This was dumb. Yeah, what a this dumb, was a dumb, what a dumb stupid thing issue. We did. I mean, yeah. even just something like you know marijuana now, which again, I don't know if you can actually buy it from a damn store around here or whatever. But like, you know, it was going to be the the, the, the house was going to fall down because you know marijuana is legal. And oh, that should like, still be illegal. What's that? That should still be illegal. There we go. Uh, and just, uh, you know, and once it happens, you're just like, well, I don't want to smell that garbage. What's that? I don't want to smell that garbage. Okay, well, that's nothing Ugh. to do with anything. You really smell it anyway. Blech. <laughs> Like like most of these things like that, it's Blech. just like, you know, making it legal doesn't make less of it or make no, more no, of no, it. No, 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 It's just, you I'm know. I'm just joking. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's – I was going to bring up one more thing. And I can't, oh, because here's something. It's something that you actually tweeted about this and I've been thinking about it for a while. And I keep, Please don't read my tweets. <laughs> I made them private for a reason. <laughs> I blocked you for a reason. Oh, I thought it was just the rank. You just put all those gifts underneath every time. The, it's always Homer Simpson walking backwards into bushes. Like, okay, we get it. Ellie did that once. <laughs> oh, did you actually do that one? Yeah. <laughs> to Nina. And she's Sorry. like, oh, look at you, memeing. <laughs> um, it was relevant. I did I did it today, but only because it was uh, our friend David Fine. Yeah. And it was related to someone who had a very offensive Simpsons uh, image on their page. Oh, okay. Uh, it was... It was Bart Simpson in Auschwitz, and uh, it was oh, like uh, the, the guy got a little weirder and weirder and weirder. So it was an appropriate yeah. gift to use yeah. for slowly backing away from this and just yeah, blocking yeah. him. Yeah, but sorry, I interrupted. No, that's fine. So uh, something I something I no tweeted. because yeah because you were right. Um, we'll just talk about it in the sort of overall thing. I want to apologize to Gavin before I start talking about this. This is going to be this is church related. I'm sorry, but here in Canada. There was a movement within the Anglican Church to change the canons of marriage to allow for gay marriage. Right now, what what the Anglican Church can do is do same-sex blessings, so we can have a ceremony in the church where wherein the couple can celebrate their union. But the actual marriage part of it has to be done outside of the 
sanctuary okay. as a civil as a civil part of the the union, signing the paperwork and stuff sure. like that. So there is a movement afoot within the Anglican Church to allow for a change in the canon law that would recognize same sex marriage as marriage. Right now, it doesn't in canon law, which is the law the the right. main the main law of the church. So they had a general synod is every two years, which synod is the kind of annual general meeting for the Anglican Church. So at the last synod meeting two years ago, they voted on this and it passed. Now, to do a major change to canon law, it has to go pass through two synods. So then we have to wait another two years. Oh, things take a long time in, in, in uh, organized religion, in quotes. Uh, and yet they could make the universe in seven days. The Anglican Church didn't do that. The, they didn't? No. Okay. So then... So then we had another, we had our next synod happen this, 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 just this year. And whatever for whatever reason, it didn't pass the vote. It was voted down. Yeah. So, which is unfortunate. But here's the thing. So we got a letter from our bishop, um, who's a woman. She said... Um, Please do it in a woman's voice. Then. She said, <laughs> she said, uh, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to ignore... What the church has said, and we're going to do marriages. Oh, so if your if your church is okay with doing marriages, mm-hmm. that's what we'll do. So you can do gay marriage. That's fine if it's okay with your church. So you have to have a meeting, like sure. you know, of your of your congregation, and decide on whether that's what you want to do or not. And if you do, then in discussion with the dioceses, you can do gay marriage. We'll do this until the synod passes this, because it will pass eventually. Mm-hmm. And when it does, we'll be ahead of the curve and i was like yes so that was good news so oh that's great even though the the anglican church of canada are a bunch of old fuddy duddies and Mm -hmm. idiots who decided not to got cold feet or listen to their listen one vocal group was a lot louder than the others um you know it might have just been complacency on the part of the people trying to push this through feeling like well we got it through last time cakewalk and then oops (laughs) so so next time they'll push a bit harder i think so um but yeah, but we can still do gay marriage at, That's great. at our church. For instance, at, we haven't we haven't had our meeting about it, but I don't think it'll. I think it's just a matter of knowing the congregation. I'm sure I told you the story of when we were first discussing doing same sex blessings. This guy who's like 84 years old, Bill, love Bill. Anyway, he's like at the table and he goes, "Because what I want to know is why it's taking us so goddamn long to get this done." <laughs> like, yeah, Bill. Good for you. Yay. Hooray <laughs> for you, Bill. Yeah, 84. You know, you feel like, oh, here's a person who's going to be against it and it's going to have a big, make a big fuss about it. No, he's all for it. Let's get this done. Yeah, a lot of times it's because they've seen stuff. They've seen like, stuff? They, they go to know church? gay people. Well, that's the thing. Here's the thing it. about, like, if you're, if you're that age, you've met a lot of gay people. <laughs> you know your gay relatives. You sure. know what they've been through. Sure. But, I mean, there's lots of people who are that age who aren't that way either, though. But I think... That's one nice thing about our church is it's a community. So, you know, it's putting people together who don't normally see each other in their real in their normal everyday That's lives, right? That's a big part of it. You thinking you think it's time for letters? I, I'm just opening it up so oh, that we okay. can. It's like we're getting uh, about an hour and a half at this point. Okay, let's do letters. All right. Uh, let me throw out uh, a, a question <coughs> of me. the of the week though, because this is going to be our question of the week kind okay. of letters and whatnot. Um, is there something you've done in the past that you look back on now and go like, ooh, that's, that wasn't cool? I mm-hmm. mentioned again, uh, going as someone who was Chinese for uh, two years in Halloween. Well, again, not my choice. No. Uh, I was also a clown. I was also Alice Cooper for like, I think, two years. Mm. Alice Cooper, probably not my choice either. <laughs> it's an odd, 
odd thing schools that out. I was. It schools out. For, I think it was because there was a Marvel comic that had Alice Cooper on the cover, mm. and I liked the makeup. Okay. And so pretty uh, good. did it for uh, that. Yeah, no, I liked it. And then I think he was on um, The Muppets. And that oh. probably cemented. Welcome it to all my for nightmare. Me. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was pretty. That was that was pretty all right. If you've got a secondary question, you uh, you let me know. Um, okay, so the, what we asked last week was, uh, what was your childhood morning TV routine, or maybe non TV routine, mm. and uh, did you ever have uh, an unspoken agreement with your parents, a sort of quid pro quo, like uh, David's um, set the breakfast table and get to eat breakfast in front of the TV? scam <laughs> a scam it was i thought it was an unspoken agreement later on i mentioned it to my mom and she's like well we didn't agree to that <laughs> i didn't think that at all well you did now mother you did now, now mother. Now you, now you know uh louise wrote uh thanks Hi, louise. For, thanks for posting oh because you also posted an episode of jp patches which i watched i didn't realize until after i posted it and was watching it that it was the final the very episode. final episode yeah yeah and strangely did you watch it uh, I watched the beginning of it. I didn't watch the okay. end of it. Okay. Strangely matter of fact, and it was almost so offhand. Ah. I didn't think they were being serious at first. I was like, oh, those jokers. And then I realized, oh, no, this actually is the last one. Oh, that's weird. They're not taking this hard. They're not really being very emotional about this. How Pacific Northwest? Yeah. He had done it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a video of him going back to his original kind of uh, studio, uh, not to, uh, or the building that they yeah, shot yeah. in, and it was him without makeup. Mm. It was interesting seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there was a thing in the... Sorry, there was a no, thing... please. There was a little skit in this where he and the guy who played all the other characters in the show, basically, uh, were a couple of old women. So you could see his, his <laughs> face without... You could see his face without oh, uh, nice. makeup there. So... Louis- he did get a good eye action from him, by the way. How so? Good eye actor. Oh, good eye act. I yeah, mean, like good eye action. I'm no, like, he just liked lo- to like moving his eyes around and looking. There was a thing where they did a, a parody of well, he was Super Clown. Yes. In this thing, and so they they went to the planet of Super Clown, <laughs> which everyone had names with started with K, and things were always like the ca- newspaper and stuff like that. And uh, but he was he was he was both uh, the dad, but also the baby in the basket. So they would do a little scene where he had the bottle in his mouth. Uh huh. And he's just like, just his head above this little kind of like baby body. Yeah. Uh, kind of super, you know, like then like through the magic of television. But just such great eye acting. It's really good. Nice. I'll give it a, I'll give it a watch. Uh, it's on our uh, page, sneakydragon.com. Just check it out if you want to see the video we're talking about. Uh, Louise writes, thanks for posting that final episode of JP Patches. You're we, welcome. We watched him a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Once our family got cable and could get Seattle TV channels, I don't remember Vancouver having a kids show with a clown. No, I don't think we did. Uh, no. But we did have Pete's Place with ventriloquist Pete Rolston. He was a gentle uh, kind of guy who was not as in your face as JP. I couldn't find any episodes online, but uh, there is an interview with him, and uh, then she uh, puts the link there. So I don't remember that show. Do you remember Pete? I don't Place? remember uh, Pete's Place. When I grew up in Montreal, our show was. Magic Tom. Okay. He was a cowboy uh, magician. Oh, neat. Yeah. I think Magic Tom Aubrey, I think was his name. Do you remember, uh, I think it was called Dusty's Treehouse? It was a kid's show that was filmed in Seattle as well. It was an afternoon no. one. And it starred Marnie Nixon. And But it was just filmed in, in Seattle. It was, I don't know if it had national uh, exposure or not. But it was a fairly elaborate show. But what's interesting, like I, I thought, oh, this is a woman, Marnie Nixon. Then later on, I learned like that she was like... She did like backing singing for for musicals where the actress couldn't sing. So she sang for Audrey Hepburn and My Fair Lady. Oh. And she sang for um, the, oh, 
man, I can't remember her name now, but uh, West Side Story, the... I just know Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno's in it, but she did her own singing for that. Yeah. But but there was also, um, oh, what's the actress who was married to Robert? Natalie Wood. Who, Natalie um, Wood, there you yeah, go. Yeah, she did Natalie Wood sing. So that was interesting. Like oh, I yeah. learned later on that she had like this history, but here she was in this little show from in Seattle. I guess she moved there. And I, um, I, I wrote for a couple of kids shows here in Vancouver. Like, uh, well, I don't know. I don't even, you know, sometimes you don't remember whether you wrote for them or not. Cause I don't know whether I bought the, they bought my scripts or okay, not, but I okay. went to a lot of meetings. So okay. Like, okay. Uh, I wrote for uh, Sherry Lois and Brahms show. Okay. Uh, Skin and Marink. Yeah. Uh, and that was, was filmed here. Yeah. There was a show called yeah. Scoop and Doozy, which I could not tell you if I actually wrote for or not <laughs> to save my life. Uh, which was, uh, okay, here's, here's the quick scoop and doozy story. And I probably said this already. That's fine. And it was like two, um, like construction, uh, like one's like a crane and one's like another thing, a scooper, I guess. Okay. Uh, and, uh, there was like a pair of underwear that was hanging from a line with a little tongue hanging out. And there was like a whole bunch of other characters and uh, I get taken around to tour of the set. Uh, first of all, and it's these women who are in their, I think forties who created the show. Yeah. And they're showing me, showing me everything. And uh, the, um, the like the crane has a little helmet on. He's got a little construction helmet, and okay. uh, and I'm, I'm I'm looking at all this, and I realize like, oh my god, everything looks like a penis. Like everything looks like a penis. <laughs> like and the the underwear with the little tongue hanging out from the flap. Yeah. It's like well. It's just a dick hanging out of a pair of underwear. There's just no two ways about it. And the crane with this little helmet, and yeah, just yeah. like, and then they just kept introducing more and more characters. It was like, oh, dear lord, can no one see this? Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't say this. So That's I would right. say it to uh, women that I knew who mm. were working on the show. Just like yeah. you might want to mention to them, everything's a penis. Yeah. And like, do you see? That? I guess if you're really looking. Yeah. Not yeah. even really looking, man. Well, what about Mr. Mushroom who wears this plastic jacket? <laughs> yeah. And so on and so forth. Oh, but uh, where I was going with this yeah. was um, uh, Sherry Lewis did her final show uh, here in Vancouver as well. Oh, and okay. had a friend of mine who was a, a regular on that. And that was, I wish I'd gotten a chance to write on that because I was always a Man, Sherry Lewis fan. I always thought that was going to be the show that never ends. <laughs> what a nightmare song that is. It's, it's the most terrifying You don't thing. like it. <laughs> oh, it's the most terrifying uh, thing. Whereas I love that. Yeah, that wasn't her final show. Her other show was like, uh, I think it was like Lamb Chop's pizza place or something i oh. think that's what that's what it was but she that's was still weird. doing charlie horse and yeah, yeah. Shop and everything she was a good ventriloquist she was a very good ventriloquist and legally blind i heard that yep uh gavin pitts writes that's right when she found out lamb chop was a sheep she was, she was shocked yeah what anyway i thought it was an actual lamb chop i had on my hand <laughs> right. uh saturday morning routine. wait did you finish did you finish what louise said yeah it got down to uh her giving us a oh, link Pete's, to uh, Pete's place. Pete, uh that's right sorry pete's place um, Pizza place. Oh, it sounds very much like mm-hmm. oh, Sherry. Sherry should have uh, <laughs> so uh, So uh, Gavin Pitts writes a Saturday morning routine. Wake up, wake my uh, Gavin's not listening anymore. We did Bible stuff. He's gone. Yeah, he's going to skip this. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, wake my brother up. Uh, turn cartoons up really loud. Wake parents up. Sugary cereal. Huh. Uh, unspoken agreement. Keeping my room clean for a month. New Doctor Who novelization for me. Nice. nice. That's good. Um, did you ever read Doctor Who novelizations? I never did. I never did. Do you still have them, Gavin? Yes, Gavin. Do you have them? Gavin, do you have them? There was the a way. there was a fellow at work yep. that I work with. He he sold all his Doctor Who novelizations. Mm. Uh, for not very much money, it sounded like. There's something I like about Doctor Who is uh, you know, it changes into a new person every so often. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of like aging and what have you, yeah, uh, I feel like that's pretty realistic. It's just like you look at yourself from like ten years ago. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was a different incarnation. I was a different incarnation. You got the same memories, mm. but you were definitely a different person with a different attitude. Yeah, that's when I was bitter. 
Oh, that's when I was more freewheeling and fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's the weird time I was shot in Vancouver. My bitter twen- <laughs> my bitter 20s. And now I'm a lady. Oh, okay. That sounds right. Mm. Uh, Edward Draganti uh, writes twice. The first, Hi, Ed. The first note. Hi, there. Uh, I don't know if you like being called Ed. So I'm, I'm going to call you Edward out of respect. Dave, on the other hand. <laughs> I only wish I had some sort of a, arrangement with my mom about watching TV as a kid. There was nothing. I used to record all sorts of shows on a portable uh, Panasonic tape recorder, but there was a catch. I had to hold it upright so the microphone was at level with the TV speaker. I did that too. So, uh, so as I was hostage, close up and right up to the screen, my mother would walk into the room talking loudly and without any idea what I was doing. Eddie, don't sit so close. Why did those idiots on Gilligan's Island bring all their good clothes? Did you eat already? And yet now there's treasured memories, I'm sure. Of, uh, I used to record MASH all the time. Thank goodness, because there's no way to see MASH now. <laughs> um, I recorded um, the Monkees songs from the Monkees show. So I'd wait till like the end of the show when they would just like play a song at the end of the show. Oh, that's good. And I would record it. But inevitably, my brothers would think it was hilarious to come in and go, What are you doing, Dave? And run back out again. <laughs> it's not not funny. Well, I, one thing, you laughed. One thing I wanted to do was, because uh, I remembered uh, BJ Honeycutt, actually, when he first got introduced, yep. um, giving his name, like what the BJ stood for. Okay. And I was like, oh, i got to record that. So and it yeah. never came up. Years, 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 years later, found out uh, what uh, what the B, BJ stood for. Blowjob. Yeah, that was exactly right. Um, no, his, uh, his uh, mom's name was B. His dad's name was J. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's good. More from Edward. I try to quietly ask uh, his mom to be quiet since I was taping with an index finger to my lips. But my mom would fly into a rage. Don't tell me to be quiet in my own goddamn house. I can talk as loud as I want. For years, my audio recordings were breached by my mother. And I always knew uh, when they were coming as I listened. I even played them back to hear her uh, thinking uh, she'd realize how she sounded and possibly stop doing this. But she just got madder. God Damn it, Eddie! Why did you take me swearing? Uh, imagine listening to the comedy brilliance of the Marx Brothers, only to have it shattered by my mother's swearing. Dumont had it easy next to her. <laughs> nice. Uh, also went on to write, I was born outside Chicago, so when I was very young, I watched the Larry Harmon uh, Bozo the Clown uh, show on WGN, which I don't know if that's the original Bozo or uh, later Bozo. Uh, which mm. was accompanied by the Banana Splits and Gumby. WGN was replaced by the local Dallas affiliate KTVT when we moved to Texas. They started each day with huh. Icky Twerp's Slam Bang Theater, showing one Hanna-Barbera cartoon like Quick Draw Magora or Top Cat, then a Three Stooges shirt, shirt, short, and then a Felix the Cat cartoon. Hmm. The end uh, of Felix was my cue to leave and go to school. The noontime show was called Cartoon Carnival and was lo- usually Looney Tunes, the good ones too. Not the overweight Bugs Bunny with eyelashes who looked like the Grinch's half-brother. I know what you mean, man. Uh, <laughs> Those later Chuck Jones ones. Ugh. Yeah. Why uh, did he change his style so weirdly? I don't know. I feel Mark Twain had something to do with it. Uh, but the show uh, that took the prize was the New Zoo Review. New Zoo Review. Coming at you, looking at all the animals, seeing what they do. Did you live? You grew up in in uh, Texas as well. Back east, I did not grow up in Texas. I grew up uh, in Montreal. Uh, the show featured uh, married hosts uh, Doug and Emmy Joe that interacted with three annoying characters in big animal costumes: Freddy the Frog, 
Charlie the Owl, and Henrietta Hippo. All way out of scale with one another. <laughs> Imagine a frog being as big as a hippo. Oh, would you like to fight uh, a bunch of hippo-sized frogs or a frog-sized hippo? Oh, you just think. Uh, they all lived I on a set. I think the answer to that is obvious. Uh, where each animal had their own house. Uh, the only thing that made this show uh, far better was, I remember, uh, was the discovery of this amazing outtake between Charlie the Owl and Freddy the Frog. I have not watched this outtake yet. I'm sorry. I, uh, I I definitely will very shortly. I remember one thing I liked was one had an elevator up to their treehouse, which was pretty cool. Okay. And there was an episode where I believe the owl um, discovered pills that were happy pills. Oh. And I thought, like, well, that sounds great. A pill that makes you happy. What a wonderful thing. Yeah. But it also made him incredibly hyper and hyper speed, and it was an anti-drug episode. Oh. Yeah. And uh, we learned then. Did he jump off the top of the treehouse to his... Uh, nope. He just got really hyper and everyone. Oh. You got to calm down. <laughs> and I remember one episode where uh, the married... Because uh, I found her a little sexy, I think, where it was Emmy Joe. All right. And she was riding, uh, she was riding a horse. All right. And uh, she was wearing like a jacket or something. And at one point she like flings the jacket off. Oh. And she's wearing kind of a revealing number where you can see like all of her back. <gasps> and her husband goes, oh, bareback. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I must have been like eight. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do with these feelings. But uh, I like you, New Zoo Review. <laughs> Yeah. I do not remember that show at all. New Zoo Review. Come back to you. Well, we didn't get half enough responses for that question. I would like to hear from more people and more information about the the, the local shows that you grew up shows with. Shows you okay, let's let's make that we're gonna give that question the second question, secondary question. We'll make that one more time. So the first one was something that you uh got in your past, maybe that you dressed up as or did, or like uh, uh, something that you're like, oh something boy, you said, oh you, no. The time you pushed your cousin in the pool when I was only half built. Uh maybe you used to do a scene at your improv company called Accent Coaster, where you just went through all the different accents of the world. Maybe you did that. Oh, maybe, oui, you did, oui. uh, maybe you did that with your mostly all white group <laughs> and uh, you know did things. I'm more embarrassed by that because we were so uh, ignorant as to um, geography or like history or whatever. Mm. So you know, it'd be like a thing about Russia, and like long after Russia, you know, had like lineups for bread. You know, we were like doing that, which is like the oldest <laughs> joke in the world. Yeah, and if it's st- German, you are right to the it's Nazi. It's pretty stale, goose, like goose that stepping. bread. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and anytime I'd like bring that up and go like maybe we shouldn't be doing this anymore. No, you can do it. You just gotta like really yeah be smarter about it and like find different choices. And it's like no, you've got like literally two seconds yeah. to come up with like German. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you know the history of German is very vast. Like no, you don't. You just go right the you know you just go right into it. History of Germany, Germany itself is yes. not that long because it, I think it formed in eighteen ninety, late eighteen nineties. So really. That's what you should have put into the accent coaster then. You know, we yeah. haven't been around for a we very been, long time. <laughs> we have not been here that long. But it's the it's what you uh, do with the time you have. <laughs> and what did we do? Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, my. Here's my accent coaster, German. Uh, excuse me. Could you please tell us the way to uh, Stanley Park? We are looking for the park. Oh, yeah. It's just right over there. Just, uh, just keep following along this path and you can see the tree. It's right over there. Oh, well, thank you very much. There you go. That's my That's my German run-in every time. But always wearing pink or purple pants, the men. Come on, guys. And, uh, Come on, Germany. What I often say when I'm walking, what I get asked the most is, uh, where's the train? Sky train? No. Kids train. Little train. What, or at Sunday Park? Sunday Park, that's right. Okay. And I, I almost always say the same thing. Oh, you're on the wrong right path. It's right there. Okay. So there you go. 
Yeah, they're having right now. It's the you know the Stanley Park train. Sure do. Yeah, that's one. great. Yeah, uh, uh, they're having their uh, Alice in Nightmareland. Oh, uh, oh, right I guess now. the uh, Halloween's coming. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I've had uh, uh, quite a few friends of mine be the jumpy, outy, mm, scary people mm. on the uh, train. That's pretty good. The scariest one I was on was in Surrey at Bear Creek Park. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a Halloween train. It was just the locals. <laughs> Bam! Sorry, Surrey. That's, no, it was... That's a- just the sky train. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, let's go to weather with Dave. Dave! <laughs> well, the weather today is... And the weather today tomorrow is... <laughs> no, it was scary because... There was this witch. There was this witch, and you go past her, and then she just starts following you, and she doesn't say anything. She's just walking behind the train for like so long. Oh, it's freaky. That is it's really good. freaky. Yeah, it was good. The girls were so frightened of her. That's good. Are you going to go to any haunted houses this year? No, we're not really at haunted houses. I'm sure Eve will do like a haunted thing. Okay. She enjoys doing that with her friends. We don't like, have our friend Gavin here. We had him. We talked about him. Yes, Gavin and I. Letter, but uh, but unless Gavin's here, you're not going to the haunted house. Well, Lisa does not enjoy anything to do with things. Scared. Is that because sexy ladies corner you and put you into closets? That could be. <laughs> she was sexy. <laughs> that was nice. It's very flattering. But um, the yes, that's why exactly. No, she just finds it terrifying. Like sure, she does not I'm enjoy not it at all. She um, the first time we went to Potter's House of Horrors, which is where Gavin and I went. Lisa wanted to go because we were, we were going, we were tasked with putting together a haunted house for our school, for the elementary school for the kids. It was part of the fundraising so they could go okay. to camp. And so we volunteered to do the haunted house. And Lisa said, well, we should go to an actual haunted house and see what, what's up. Like, what sure. do they do? What's, what's the idea? What's, what's the, you know, what's the happy haps of these haunted houses? And mm. I'm like, hey, I'm all in. I love, I love you know, like, like, I like frights. Yeah. I think it's fun. And so we went. And as soon as we walked in, Lisa buried her face in my back no. and then pushed me <laughs> through the haunted maid, through this haunted house as fast as she possibly could get me to go, even though I wanted to stop and go like, oh, look at this bloody butcher shop. No, let's get going. Keep going. So yeah, it was just, uh, she did not enjoy it. And then the whole way home, she's like, oh, I think I'm having a heart attack. Oh, I feel sick. Oh, like, <laughs> what? You didn't see anything. What are you, what's her to be scared of? But anyway, she's. And then you look at her and go, we never left. What? Yeah. And you're back oh. in the house. Boop, boop, boop. That's how, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is a terrifying house of uh, morning zoo. The morning, the new morning zoo crew. <laughs> I like it. Um, we'll get into, uh, I was going to ask something about that, but you know what? We're getting closer to Halloween anyway. And we'll ask. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do Halloween. We we'll do Halloween stuff. We'll do, yeah. uh, we'll do Halloween stuff and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have, we'll have some fun. Can I, can I just make a recommendation to people Please. out there though? If you, if you have Netflix, Yes, sir. And you don't mind reading subtitles. There is a very, very scary uh, French show called Marianne, mm-hmm. which comes highly recommended from my daughters. Mary, who is a big fan of haunted of, of horror movies, she uh, watched it and she only could get through one episode and at one time. She said, let's just watch something else. I can't. It's too scary. <laughs> let's just move on. So yeah, so if you like being scared, apparently it's really good. I'm going to, hopefully I'll have a bit of time that I can carve some time out. My uh, my sister in law uh, Vicky Van, who has uh, been on the show a couple of times, I know her. Uh, asked her, "Was uh, it uh, too uh, scary?" And she said, "Yes." Really, the new one? Yeah, that's what she said. Have oh. you seen it? No, I've heard it's a bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what she said to me. Uh, so uh, we'll see. Eve, I, Eve saw it, and she said she thought it was okay. She said it wasn't as she said she thought it would be more scary. Said so they th- they thought she thought they were going to like amp it up a bit more. Yeah, 
But they didn't. I think you should all just wait for my parody that's in the next uh, Mad Magazine. Oh. They they released a, a, a still of it, a still, a panel of it oh, okay. today. Okay. So I can actually say that, uh, yes, I, I, I write the parody of uh, It too in the next Mad Magazine. I've done one as well for It, uh, for a past Simpsons. Uh, but again, I have not seen the two uh, modern ones because uh, I don't like the scaries. Mm. Though I did see the TV version back in the day because yeah. I knew people who were okay. involved in it. Okay. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I was uh, friends with uh, Pennywise's uh, third leg. <laughs> and I don't mean his penis. <laughs> oh, good. I mean in the form that he <laughs> oh, later Oh, in becomes. the form of the spider. Yeah, he was also Spoilers. Harry Anderson's um, uh, not stunt double, but stand in. His third leg. His third leg. <laughs> <laughs> his gavel when he was in night court. You know what I'm talking about. You know, we went to, uh, this is totally off topic, but sure. this is something to do with, with Mary's birthday. We went okay. to um, we went to a seafood restaurant in Abbotsford last night, which was really good. I was surprised mm. that it could have like a nice seafood restaurant in Abbotsford, but it's it's like the old part of town and it's kind of getting revitalized and kind of hipsterized, yeah. you know, with like a lot of like a lot of places with like black signs sure. with, with like hand lettering and white on them. And, you know, so you're. You're like, oh, it's hip. It's a hip place. But it's called the Bow and Stern. And it was really good. They had a... The one thing I thought was weird is they had... I think it was called the Cold Seafood Platter. Okay. And it uh, just said market prices on the menu. Mm-hmm. I said, Lisa... I said, Lisa, if, you know, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. But the girl... The, the kids had already ordered it before we got there. So okay. when we came, it was coming out. And uh, and I saw the... I, when I got the bill, I said, well, that's a bit fishy. Everyone... I'm going to recommend a fish and chips place right now. Oh, yeah, please do. Uh, fish and chips place uh, that we went the other day is uh, Cockney Fish and Chips. Okay. And they got one in New Westminster. They okay. got one in Burnaby. We went to the Burnaby one. Yeah. Prices are great. Okay. A uh, bit of a lineup because it's really good. Mm. Uh, and uh, I think you would very much enjoy it. Unfortunately, the timing of it, it always like closes at 8, uh, which is uh, like when we're sort of wrapping this up, sure. so there's not enough time. But if we ever have like, hey, you know what I'm going to say? Because you were going to help me uh, with the moving of uh, storage locker. Sure. Uh, we'll take you for some fish that and chips. That sounds good. That sounds fun. All right, we're gonna make we're gonna make that happen. Anyway, that's, Cockney fish and chips. That's what I had last night. I had some halibut and fries. Very nice. You think good. like market prices? Eh, supermarket prices are cheaper than restaurants. What a great deal! Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong. You know what they did that I really liked was they didn't give me give me the tartar sauce in like a little tiny cup on the side of the. They just gave it to it in a, in a squeeze bottle. Then you will like this place because it does the same thing. Oh, that's good. That was my one problem with the Windjammer, even though I really like their fish and chips. Yeah. It was like, okay, here's the Here's fish. a tiny you bit of tartar. Just, just, oh, it's gold. If it's you sweet want a gold. Bit more, you you got to pay oh, for it. More. I can't Do you want some on the side? You know because what? we'll give you the same size one for $1.50. Yeah, you know what? I can just go bring my own tartar sauce. <laughs> exactly. I know how to make Or make your own tartar sauce. I know sauce. how to make my own tartar sauce. It's good. I like making tartar sauce. It's a little mayonnaise and some relish and some vinegar. I'm going to make it with Japanese mayonnaise. And then it'll make it even better. Mm. God damn, Japanese mayonnaise is good. Well, it's not really mayonnaise, is it? Yeah. But mayonnaise is just eggs, and I mean, they're just making like they're flavoring mayonnaise. Yeah, they're flavoring mayonnaise. Yeah, making you could do it delicious. that too. You can have Dijonese if you want. Yeah, it's better than Jesus Christ. Sure Why are we even making? Why don't you bring up mayo chips? I like, I have, I have sriracha, sriracha mayo. I thought you were going to say you have psoriasis. I'm like, I feel for you. So do I. I don't have psoriasis. But you have sriracha. Hmm? You have sriracha? Yeah, sriracha mayo. Oh. Huh. Yeah, that's where psoriasis comes from. <laughs> is that where it comes from? Yeah, that's the root word of psoriasis. I'm in psoriasis. All right, everyone. The show psoriasis and also sets. Anyway, <laughs> let's tell you the ways. Sun also psoriasis. <laughs> the sun also I'm psoriasis. a site for psoriasis. <laughs> let's tell you ways you can contact us and tell us to stop. 
you can write us on our website. It's called sneakydragon.com. We have a, a little comment section under every show, and you're, we're welcome to leave a comment there. You can email us at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. You also can contact us via the Twitter. We are sneaky underscore dragon. We have a Facebook page, uh, Sneaky Dragon, on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Sarah commented today. Today she commented oh, on your picture. You, that's right, you posted yeah. a picture of of the little it's right behind statue right she now. made, which is right behind us. And she uh, says it needs more posters on it. Well, yeah, because it, it's uh, stopped. Yep. It needs to have uh, fan splainers and uh, full marks, and also a listening party. I guess. Wow, we're we're quite a we're quite a team. Yep, we are. Everyone, you can also contact us by uh, pigeon. By pigeon, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, that's really uh, that's really cool. Everyone, the <laughs> sad pigeon. The died of sadness. <laughs> I killed a pigeon. Uh-huh.